Tonight's podcast is brought to you by Grunkle Home Security Systems. Hi, I'm Gary Grunkle, inventor and proprietor of the top security system in the industry. What I'm about to tell you is graphic and disturbing, but I feel it is of utmost importance to convey to you the need of protecting your home with a Grunkle security system. You see, back in 2011, my family was having a nice evening at home while I was enjoying the company of two ladies of the evening. At the time, I had ASD security and thought my family was well protected. I thought wrong. You see, unbeknownst to me, while I was attending my business in the Lacom Motel, a group of rabid Weezer fans invaded my home. They proceeded to tie my family and dog up to the radiator while they vandalized my house and stole our valuables. They then finger blasted my wife over and over and over again until they finally finger blasted her to death. When they were done with her, they finger blasted my kids to death. They didn't they didn't even spare the dog. Even these unspeakable deeds didn't quench their insatiable butt thirst. They then turned on each other, finger blasting each other to death simultaneously. Not once while these atrocities were being committed did my ASD security system contact the police. The investigators I spoke to later told me that these incidents, now known as wheezings, are on the rise. And while we wait for our inept and incompetent congressmen to do something about Weezer, you can do something to protect your family. Arm yourself with a Grunkle home security system today, or you may find your family finger blasted to death by Weezer tomorrow. I'm Gary Grunkle. Thank you. Yeah, I got some strange deja vu going on right now mm-hmm. because of last week. Yeah, we almost recorded on time last week, and then my job fucked it up. It's okay. What else is a job for other than to fuck your just turn your life upside uh-huh. down? What else? It was funny because like my phone went off, and I was like, "Shit!" Um, 
I got to keep my phone on because I might get called in. And then that notification that just went off was them sending me a text saying, come in and do an MRI. I'm like, God damn it. Yep. It was a pretty wild evening. That was uh, yeah. Thursday. Um, and by the way, we're the, we're the good old gamers podcast. That we are. I'm Lyle. That's Brandon. Hey, go fuck yourself. Hell yeah. You know what can go fuck itself? What? Cancer. Cancer can go fuck itself. Cancer can totally... Go That's why I got these celebratory shots. Fuck its ass. I appreciate this. Got a couple shots of Maker's Mark here to mm. celebrate the good news. Yes. Yeah, so, um, pretty wild story happened last week. Um, last episode, as you may re- recall, I asked everybody, you know, I was like talking about my father and my father's health. Uh, long story short, um, what had happened was my father had went and had a scan done, a body one, like the yearly body scan, and they had seen some stuff on his liver where he had had surgery before, uh, and all this stuff and pretty much told my dad just three weeks ago, last options, you know, is bad. He's, his cancer's back. It was awful. They were going to have to put a direct chemo pump in, do another major fucking surgery, you know, not looking good. Well, he was supposed to have surgery today, September 20th. So last Thursday night, we go to record. You get called into work. I go home early. Well, Hannah comes over and we're just sitting there watching TV and shit when my mom calls me. My mom calls me and I've already been such a nervous wreck. Like I already just have been trying to in a weird way. I was trying to prepare myself for the worst, you know? And, uh, my mom calls and she's crying and I'm like, fuck, you know, just instantly mm-hmm. like, you know, set what, up in my chair, feel my fucking, feel all my nerves, just fucking standing on end. Like, you know, mouth goes dry instantly, that whole deal. And I'm like, uh, mom, what, what's wrong? And she's like, the hospital just called that again scary so i'm like oh fuck you know what's going on and she just says your dad is clear and it like took a second to register and i was like what do you mean he's clear and she was like transparent now yeah no shit is he like the invisible man yeah i'd like to have that superpower for nefarious reasons but you know like I'm just, you know, kind of dumbfounded, and I'm sitting there, like, confused. My eyes are teared up, and I'm just like, what do you mean? And she's like, the hospital just called. They read his result. His The radiologist that initially come in read the scar tissue as cancer masses from his other surgery. Because what really got him looking is my dad went down there last week for the pre-op shit and had all this blood work and all that. My dad's blood work's perfect everywhere Mm -hmm. and they were like if you had cancer your blood work would be fucked up but your white blood count you know would be out the roof period perfect they got looking scar tissue then they further tell my father that they're not you know they there's no way of proving this but they're not even the main doctor said he's not even convinced he had liver cancer to begin with that's something and Blow, blew my mind so much so that I called my mom back immediately and was like, are y'all fucking lying to me? Like, I'm like, are y'all just 
softening the blow and telling me some bullshit. And lo and behold, it was true. Fucking UAB called. So, no chemo, no uh, no surgery. He's got to go back in three months and have his normal scan done. That he does like every six months. So, you know, nice. I just want to say everybody that sent good wishes, prayers, ink and, um, you know, well-being dances, whatever we received, thank you. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I... I don't know. I'm weird on what I call it, but it's just, it's some profound, it's some pretty mind-blowing shit. Look. Yeah. So, it's awesome. Yeah, I don't I'm think glad. we, even if I didn't get called in, I don't think we would have recorded it, because she would have called her in that, and you would have been mind-fucked. I know, dude, it was, it was surreal. Like, I've never been that just, like, I mean, relieved. Don't get me yeah. wrong. Like, instantly, and I, I heard my dad in the background, I was like, I just can't believe it. I'm so relieved. My dad goes, "Look, your ass is relieved." <laughs> like, I mean, you know how my dad is. Yeah. Like, but yeah, dude, it was like I was fucking really mind blown. I actually invited you over there, not yeah. uh, do a little celebrating and play uh, played Alien the board game, and I was even like, I was like that happy scatterbrain, like yeah. You know, I just seen a pair of titties for the first time in my life. That yeah. kind of deal, or you know, you, you know, it, it just was one of those moments that felt like, hell, something really fucking good happened for once. Yeah, and like that's that is something to be said about the human fucking condition. When you feel real good, but you feel weird and bad about feeling good. Yeah, you feel guilty. For <laughs> yeah, no good. shit. I mean, it was a weird like. Like, how am I going to pay for this later? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I'm always like, yeah, there's something going to... You know, but at this point, there isn't. So, fuck yeah. Awesome. I'm happy. Uh, I'm glad, you know, that potentially I may have my dad around a bit longer and... Hell yeah, man. All that. To your so, dad's health, man. Cheers to that. Woo. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Jason make smart with Cayman Jacks. Not a good. Yeah, I chased it with gin, gin and Mountain Lightning. Holy fuck. You're... Looking on the table. <laughs> See if your nuts are hanging out of your shorts or not. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> I imagine it's coming. But yeah. Um it's actually good in my world for once. Yeah. <laughs> well, we just lost forty seven listeners because their heads just fucking exploded. <laughs> so <laughs> that, that doesn't happen. Back to back to Where are the people blue. they listen to to feel better about themselves? Yeah, I know. But and by saying that, I just made them have the worst day of their life. So, congratulations, fuckos! How's your week been? Not too bad. Um, so I guess the main thing I'm talking about tonight is the emergency nine almost ten thousand dollar expenditure that came up in my life. Oh no! Yeah, um, I haven't heard this. Yeah, uh, this I woke up one morning and out of the blue. Damnedest fucking thing. Start announces Godzilla pinball. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking. I'm sitting here thinking. I'm like, I hope it's not something serious. I hope this isn't serious. As is like, <laughs> yeah. Well, 
I've got to get this. Like, (laughs) (laughs) fuck, I didn't want to spend that money right now, but I'm going to regret not getting that the rest of my life if I don't. So, did you do it? I'm about to, yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, uh, with that pinball machine comes a roommate. So, yeah. (laughs) I'm about to, uh, I'm going to move in right beside it. All right. And, uh, I'll have a you can make you one little, bucket for feces, one bucket for urine. Make your little pallet underneath it. I can do that. Yeah. I, I think I can handle that. <laughs> can you handle that? We'll see. Well, too bad if you can't. <laughs> it's in the contract. Yes, yeah, this the Stern Godzilla pinball machine looks so fucking amazing. I watched dude. that video you sent me, and it's pretty fucking bitching. It is. God, it... And I'm going to have to go with the premium, too, instead of the pro. The main difference between those is the premium's got a lot of awesome gadgets on it. In the past, the difference between premium and pro hasn't been that drastic. A lot of it's been just like the art. Art and cosmetic stuff. Um, Like with my Iron Maiden, I got the pro Iron Maiden. And I actually like the pro art better than the premium art. It's one of the biggest reasons I'm with the pro. Gameplay-wise... It added, like, I think two mechanisms that the pro don't have, but mm. honestly didn't care for them. Like, one of them is the main ramp in the middle will flip up and catch the ball and does something. And another one is on the left side, there's a mystery orb on mine, but in the premium, it's a little captive ball that, like, you hit it and it hits another. It's two balls. One of them's in place. The other one's loose. And if you hit the one that's in place, it shoots the other one into a target. That's badass. But um, to me, it was on that particular model, it wasn't worth upgrading the premium on. So I, I didn't like the art as much. But Godzilla, on the other hand, looks like if you're getting it for home use, you want the premium model. Because uh, it's got this building that fucking collapses. That I thought that was fucking amazing. That's cool as shit. Yeah. Has a building that collapses and starts in multi-ball mode. It has a bridge that collapses. Has a Mecha Godzilla with a magnet on it that will catch the ball and do shit. Dude, everything about it looks fucking awesome. But the Did price- you, is that one you even thought you had seen coming? I thought it would happen eventually because I mean, maybe especially a, with Ultraman, like that's what I was wondering. You think maybe that was done like in a, you know, like you you think Stern sees that and's like, oh, now will be the time to fucking maybe drop this, you know. Or, or vice versa. I don't know. It could happen another way. Somebody make that Friday thirteenth pinball machine. Yeah, they ain't got one yet. No, don't. The um the price for the premium is eighty nine ninety nine. God, dude. Yeah, Woo! that that is increased from I think seventy three hundred. It was the old premium price. So that's a shit. It's a steep increase. The pro now the pros cost almost what the premiums used to, and this is going forward for all their pinball machines. I don't even so, have that much nearly saved up right now. So. I was just googling like prices. Like if I wanted to buy my Iron Maiden new from them, it would be sixty eight hundred because they've just increased their prices from them. See, and that makes me sick because that's why I told Hannah they're not. I've been thinking about literally 
like with my tax money next year and just what I can save, I've been thinking about buying a Ghostbusters. Just you need a, to, dude. I want a basic one. Just the base. I ain't gonna have the big Ghostbusters one. is one that I think I'd rather have the basic one because the basic one does have the magnetic bumpers, right? I fu- yes, I don't I like. Fucking those. hate that. I, I do too. Woo! Throws the fucking. Yeah, you, I don't like that crap. No, I like the traditional. It kind of puts you at a disadvantage almost. Yeah. Like I do, but. Getting that kind of money saved up is going to be rough, but save you some and then borrow the rest and get it. That's what I've been thinking about, dude. I thought about just you know going and being like, I need to take out a loan to buy a pinball table. You know, I mean, fuck, I could I could afford financing one. Yeah, there just ain't. I mean, I don't think like Stern has finance. No, you just have to go through like an independent bank or something. Um, yeah, man, do it between you and me. We get us a little pinball league going. We ought to. Maybe find another person or two with a pinball table, and you know we can alter. You have a pinball night every week, and we just go to that person's house for that Practice table. Practice on the different tables. Yeah, that'd be pretty badass. That would be sweet because I'd like to be able to get good enough for us to go to like Southern Fried or anything like that. And yeah. Get in on the pinball tournaments. Yeah, definitely. With the, I'm going to practice the fuck out of this Godzilla because I bet it'll be one next year. Being that it's, it's. You know, a big release this year, and everyone's already saying this is probably going to be game of the year. Oh, shit. Um, the guy who designed this one is Keith Elwin. He's the same one who designed Iron Maiden, which is held in pretty high regard among pinheads. Uh, he made Iron Maiden, Jurassic Park, Avengers, and now Godzilla. And everyone really holds his designs in pretty high regard, and he's he's done some good work. Well, one thing I like about Iron Maiden is just how fucking fast the action is on Iron Maiden. Like, it's, yeah. it, a lot of that, when you get on up there, especially like the multi-ball modes and all that, that's like some lightning fast fucking reflexes. Yeah. Like, And the thing about his designs versus other pinball machines is he puts a lot of emphasis on the modes. If you want to score high, you got to do well in the modes. Yeah. You got to actually learn how to play the yeah. fucking... The rules the are table. deep with his, his stuff versus, you know, your average pinball machine. The modes are there, but they're kind of like icing on the cake. You go for your standard targets, and then if you pick up some extra points from the mode, good for you. But the modes is kind of optional. Yeah. You know, like classic example would be Medieval Madness and Attack from Mars. You want the castle or the UFO shot in the middle. The modes can pick you up some extra, but those are your money. That's your high score shots there. No matter what mode you're in. Yeah. Dude, it, I was watching, a, like, it's got the online shit. Yeah, the online shit. Like, I watched that. That kind of blew my mind a little bit. So, so it's got like, a uh, camera on it, and you download the Stern app, and it'll make you a QR code. It's called something. Uh, Insider. Like Insider Club or some shit yeah. like that. So you pull up your QR code on your phone and let the camera scan it, and whatever your high score and shit is, it'll upload it online. So, like, I'll be able to fucking compete with people all across the world with this cocksucker. That's badass, because and, that's something that's lacking in every other pinball yes. thing. Is, I mean, you can't... And something else that they said that got me kind of excited is they are really going to be releasing upgrade kits for all Stern Spike 2 machines, with Iron Maiden and Spike 2. So eventually, I'll be able to put that thing in in my Iron Maiden. That's cool. Make it online yeah. capable. Assuming it's not priced outrageous, I'd pay probably three hundred bucks for it, and not, probably yeah. not much more than that. Yeah, but still, that's pretty fucking sweet. 
That is pretty fucking badass. And it's got like achievements and stuff like that. If that's kind of thing you're into. Because I noticed when the, watching that Jack Danger Deadflip stream mm-hmm. where, you know, they'd, they'd have achievements for so many loops and so many spinning, spins and all kinds of stuff like that. I was like, man, that's pretty fucking cool. Well, it's just, it adds that replay value to it too. Like just gives you, you know, gives you more shit to do. Yeah. I wonder like if you, okay, for example, I don't, I don't guess they would, but we'll just say, for example, if you added that to your Iron Maiden, would they like be able to put out like DLC, I guess that you could put on there? They've already you kind know, of like done that. extra modes or whatnot, I guess. In some ways they have already. Um, they, they release code updates for these pretty regular. Um, updated my Iron Maiden probably six months ago. When the code updates is usually fix some like really minor bugs, but also add extra shit to it. Oh, okay. Um, there, if you open up the back lot, there's a you see your Spock two motherboard in there. It's got a couple USB slots, which is I'm, I'm assuming is how you would upgrade this thing. Is um, you would get a replacement apron, which will have the camera installed. And you just plug it in one of those USBs. And um, that's probably how you would upgrade it. But, yeah, you just download the, the update on your USB, plug it in that board. One downside is is it wipes all your shit on there. So, like, I had a 1 billion plus high score. Oh, and I wiped, man, that sucks. When I upgraded, I wiped my 1 billion high score. So, today I just broke my, my last high score, which is in the 400 millions now. Like 453 or something, something like that. Something like that. Fucking badass. But still, that's half of my best game ever. So I, yeah. I've got a ways to go. In a way, though, too, though, it sucked when I did have that one billion up there, and I never came fucking close because that was just like an extraordinarily lucky game. You got like you're having a stroke. Yeah. <laughs> like, what you so got, like I could just had no chance was, of beating it. He was touched because that was one of those games like I fucking nailed everything perfectly. Yeah. You know, I got multiple multipliers on my, on my jackpots and hit my cyborg multiball and just kicked ass on it. And just the stars aligned for that particular game yeah. and never again. So I could up my my number one high score, but I never could come close to grand champion again, which which obviously is all luck. A good game for me is like 500 million on that machine. Which is still pretty fucking impressive. It's not bad. Because... That's, I mean, like I said, Pim, or, uh, Iron Maiden's not the easiest table. Nah, it's not. Because it's super fucking quick. It is quick. It'll drain on you in a heartbeat. It's, it's another thing I like about Keith Elwin's games is is the depth of code. Like, there's usually strategies built in there. Like, in the Iron Maiden, I've learned you, you want to ramp up your uh, Outlane Revive um, mode. Because uh, Outlane is the main way you, you drain on that game. Yeah. And on the left side, there's a spinner. And if you spin it enough, you get revive, revive slit on your left and right out lanes. They're one use each. And it really sucks when you pop them on the multi-ball, but they're they're pretty essential to keeping you going. Yeah. Well, like it, it keeps your ball in play, essentially, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Ah. That's... I don't know. You don't think that that much would go into being a pinball wizard. Yeah. But there's a lot. There literally is some wizard like shit involved. Like, yeah, there, there really is. I, I, I'm starting to spend more time on it. I think part of it's because I am hopped up for Godzilla, but 
another part of it is my sciatica is not as bad as it was because I've lost all this weight and mm. I've, I've been hitting a bicycle at the gym. That's really helping it. Do you want to know, you telling me that, what I kind of felt a little douchey for looking at it, but uh, and douchey is a lot word I use. Uh, but I've been looking at the Peloton and Echelon, the box uh-huh. that you can get for home. I've been thinking about getting one. Dude, there ain't nothing you can get one about that. For fourteen hundred, uh, and it's got like I think the plant the service is like twenty or thirty a month, but it's like you can get online classes, you can do all that shit live with people. It's even got a thing where it's got videos and you can start pedaling at this coast and like literally the whole video is just the real time yeah coast. I've seen like, some of that shit is like, tempting. It's kinda cool because it gives you that fucking it's like playing a video game. Yeah. If they had video games on there, like, where you could pedal your bike, I'd, I'd play the shit out Hell of it. Hell yeah. Yeah. The, the biking at the gym is really fucking up my sciatica a lot, so I'm able to stand up and play pinball more. You know what we ought to do? What's that? Get some actual bicycles. I don't know if I'm gay enough for that, but... Oh, <laughs> come on. Let's get a double bike. <laughs> You know get what? Real. Fuck it. If you get a bike, I'll get a bike. I've been thinking about getting a mountain bike for real. Just I like need more to, reasons to get off my ass. I mean, we could just ride laps around here. Yeah. You I'm get a, dude. You can get a good one at Walmart. I've done look like a nice one at Walmart. They're like two hundred, ain't they? Dude, you can get one for like hundred and thirty. Like nice. nice ones. Like uh, I think that mongoose I looked at the other day, and this the one's got the shocks and all that shit on it. It's like hundred and thirty nine, I think. Yeah. I've been thinking about it because yeah. I, 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 you've inspired me to get in shape. I Hell yeah! Tell you. How how funny it was be when everybody's gonna look at go gamers a few years and they're like, "Well, those guys ain't frat fucks at all. They're <laughs> fucking ripped." And Hell like, yeah! You could see their horse Johnsons. That's what I'm gonna go for. That's my that's my goal is to get ripped as fuck. And as you just as- want people to look at you and be like, God damn, I bet you that man's an asshole. <laughs> yes, because <laughs> like, I yeah. am. Yeah, stay away. I don't know if it's relevant or not, but I feel like I need that applause button. I finally, finally finished my Hexus recording yesterday. Yeah. I saw that little video y'all posted. I knocked that dude. I, I was like, God, y'all catch me in a bad angle. <laughs> Point that shit down. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I finally, finally did it. And what is real funny to me is there's a, there's a couple tracks I've been losing fucking sleep over because I'm just like, I mean, it's some pretty like technical, some of it's very technical. It'll be real fast and it just, it flip flops and mm-hmm. it's opposite strings, you know? So just playing death metal parts are pretty fucking rough. Yeah. There's we have one song that's super lightning fast, and I'm just like, oh god, I'm dreading it. I one shot at it, did it in one Fuck take, yes. and then the ones I've known forever that are easier is the ones I fucked up. <laughs> so I don't, I don't get it, but I'm happy because I'm done. You done? Oh well, I gotta go back and do vocals, I'm, but doing like back vocals or whatever. Back uh, everybody in Hexus does vocals at all four members. Like, oh, nice. Matt carries a lot of the, I mean, you know, it's all screaming, uh, hair pulling shit, 
but like Matt carries that real aggressive, like mid-level screaming. Billy does lows, Justin does highs, and I'm a good mid-level. So everybody's totally different. That's interesting. It's uh, we're telling people everybody keeps doing that shit. Like, what genre music or what kind of metal? And we hate. I hate everybody in our band hates fucking like genres, subgenres. We always get looped into that doom sludge metal thing and we're telling everybody we're bulldozer emo <laughs> hell yeah we're real sad but we'll run through your fucking house it or uh we have another one where people's like well, kind of music are like we're a pretentious dumpster fire at jet decibel levels <laughs> <laughs> and that's pretty fucking accurate like, hell yeah if you if they made a movie about hexus it would definitely be on the fucking lifetime channel <laughs> like the heaviest fucking yeah. band from Alabama with the deepest struggles. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I'm happy, I'm happy for you. Oh, was, oh, that, that takes off. Is there a name for this new album? Uh, I just Way put, to put me on the fucking spot there, Chet. Uh, there is, but I don't remember it right now. <laughs> well, it, it's, you did um, just have a big old shot of Baker's Mark and that Cayman Jack, so you're, it's forgiven. Yeah, and I'm about to have some white claws. Claws law. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> Not, uh, it'll be a big long title. It's so, I'll I'll let you, before I leave, I'll let you hear a teaser of it. Brandon, it's so fucking heavy. Is it? Dude, I hope people get it and just shit their pants immediately upon listening to it. I hope it rumbles their intestines. There's so much low end in it. Just Mm -hmm. like, I almost think we ought to call the album Brown. (laughs) The Brown note? uh, Yeah. Um, that's something I've been doing here lately because I've been on a big Maiden kick because of their new album, which I've really fucking. One thing I really love about that album is it's the first album in years that's been an album experience. Like you know how yeah yeah for longest time now it's it's just albums are just list of singles. Yeah, like they'll been, just drop like two or three. Do they'll do like the EP format. Yeah. But there's so seldom new bands re- release something you want to listen to start to finish. Just because the whole thing is like a movie almost. That's how Sinjutsu is for Iron Maiden. So I've, just, I've been wearing that out and it's been on Maiden Kick and I've been really like digging into the, the bass and shit on Iron Maiden. Fucking Steve Harris has some chops well, there. Fuck yeah, he does. He's, he, I mean, that galloping shit they do, he's right there with the rhythm. He ain't well, backing he, up drums. If, he is fucking just wailing. If I'm not mistaken, he plays with his fucking fingers, doesn't he? Yes, he does. Like, because... He doesn't use a pick. That's something some of those, like like you said, like the gallops and shit they do. Yeah. Because I can play gallops with my finger, but for the sake of... We have a song that does gallops. Like, mm. just meaty gallop chugs. I can do it with my fingers, but for the sake of recording, it sounds better using a pick because yeah. it's, it's cleaner. Yeah. You know? But yeah, dude, he's a. Everybody in Iron Maiden's a bad motherfucker. Bruce you know, Dickinson is literally a goddamn renaissance man. Yeah. That motherfucker is. can do anything. Yeah, he can. I'm a child author. I'm the lead singer of the world's biggest metal I'm band. I'm a history I'm professor. I'm a fucking pilot. I fly our band everywhere. Did you know that this trench we're flying over used to be infested with pirates? Like, yeah. Jesus. Has a, he's a cancer fucking survivor. Is, like, yeah. Has a set of pops making opera singer blush. Fuck yeah, dude. 
Iron Maiden kicks ass. That's why Iron Maiden's longevity is just like there, you know. And it got me realizing, too, like, I don't think Steve Harris, the basis for those who don't know of Iron Maiden, he's also the founding member. Yeah. Uh, I think... I was looking into him. I, I think he's probably the most successful basis of all time, considering that. Because he he founded Iron Maiden. He is the like, proprietor of Iron Maiden. Probably, he might not be the technically best, but he's probably the most successful bassist of all time. Well, and two, you think about it as far as Iron Maiden itself uh, goes. Be, and I'm not saying they're, they're a lot, because they're not, but on level of advertising yourself, they're up there with like fucking Kiss. Yeah. Because... You cannot know a single fucking thing by Iron Maiden, and you see a picture of Eddie, and you know exactly you know what, what the fuck is. that is. Yeah, I mean, I would, I'd vouch for that, man. Because I mean, him and maybe Getty Lee. Him, I would say him, Getty Lee, and like Les Claypool. Yeah, are probably in their own respected areas. Which yeah. I mean, there's some other really fucking prolific bass players. Yeah, huh? Sting. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he is. I mean, yeah. I think, honestly, man, like, a lot of... I get a lot of shade for this. One of my favorite bass players has always been fucking Cliff Burton, dude. Yeah. Like, just straight him, Burton. like, just well, soloing on his own and shit is just like... The thing to me about Burton, I mean, his technical ability is on point, but this, the... The style of music he did, and you could tell when his influence left Metallica. Oh well, fuck yeah, he he was he like was the Metallica one that threw me. that fucking hard thrash element yeah. in there, like the yeah the chuggy fucking gallops and runs and all that shit they yeah. did. They were known for back in the day. Yeah, the more I've learned about Cliff over the years, the more I like man, I like to have a beer with that guy because he's in all oh, yeah. the same shit I am. Fucking uh, Lovecraftian horror. Cliff and was like the coolest member, and he—that's how it usually he was is. The nerd of their group, and he's the one that got killed. Which yeah. I mean, I hate to say it. I like—I really like fucking Jason Newstead too. Yeah, I feel like Jason Newstead never got what I'll he say, deserved out of it. You know, Megadeth's been looking for a new basis. Get Jason. He, he almost—they <laughs> didn't. I don't know why it fell through, but it fell through. God, dude, Newstead. wouldn't that not be the ultimate like? Let us all put white gloves on and slap Metallica in the yes, face. Yes, that would have been so badass. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, Metallica's a bunch of douchebags, but at the same time, I fucking I love old Metallica, man. I do too. It's just, I mean, that's like groundwork for everything else. But at the same time, like, you know, Lars is like, I just, or not Lars, I was thinking Hatfield. He's just like, got my first gold-plated Ferrari, yeah. But, you know, I'm going to go ahead and say this. Since we're on the topic of music, as much as everybody used to talk shit about Metallica and Napster, they were fucking right. You're, you're correct. They were fucking right. Mm-hmm. That shit single-handedly killed the joy of going to a fucking store and buying an album. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, the more I learn about shit like that, too, because being... Mostly an outsider of music, you don't really realize all the ins and outs. I've always mm-hmm. known that per CD or per anything, music musicians don't get shit. Nothing. The record company gets everything. What's well, like but, back in the nineties to get it to? I think like a gold record was like a million copies. Now it's like fucking fifty thousand. Yeah, I think like it, it ain't shit. Yeah. Uh, Sinjutsu from Iron Maiden is, I think it would post at number three on Billboard. That's that's really that was, I think good. that's their highest ranking one ever. 
that that makes me happy too is it shows like rock ain't dead it ain't dead all yet. these fucking dick holes and shit shats that fucking tell you that rock is dead they don't they ain't got a clue you they just motherfuckers ain't looking in the and right place i've been saying there's rumblings of a maiden judas priest here and i'm on my, oh my god i, no, one I of will my friends, i will fucking some, burn my house down to go to that dude one of my <laughs> i'll burn your house down to go to it one of my friends the other day literally posted they they went and seen priest live one night like last week and he was like that was a life-changing ordeal for me god i would fucking dude could you imagine if we got to go and we're just standing there and they fucking like fucking painkiller or some shit dude i would fucking cream my shorts and just look over and punch the guy standing next to me in the fucking jaw yeah (laughs) Uh uh-oh sorry about that but that would be fucking badass yes it would i'm going to a concert this weekend i'm super excited about furnace fest is this weekend okay who's all gonna be there um furnace fest is like an old thing they did and then it you know got shut down they're bringing it back for the 20th anniversary and it's like it's friday saturday and sunday and thursday i'm going thursday friday and saturday and there's like reminds me of 150 fucking bands Reminds me of a King of the Hill skit. Like when there's a monster truck commercial on Saturday, Sunday, Tuesday. Monster truck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With a fucking kickoff show. It's Thursday night. And which is cool. This. It's stupid and it's trivial, but it makes me feel like I'm worth something. I got put on the list, I think. Like or what Pete was telling me, it was was on the list because Thursday night's the opener show. It's not at Sloss Furnace, it's at Iron City. But Norma Jean and uh Remember Never are like the two headliners that remember members of Remember Never are in Ether Coven, the band I toured with in Hexas year before last. Nice. So that's going on then then Friday night, there's a fuck stack of bands playing, but I'm gonna watch Defeater. It's all like the emo hardcore bands. Mm-hmm. Like I, I liked in my early twenties, and every fucking band I liked is just about playing this motherfucker. So I'm gonna watch every time I die. Converge. Uh, I just need to look at the list, dude. There's literally like forty bands each night. I've cherry picked like my main reasons I'm going is Converge is playing Friday night and Hope's Falls playing Saturday. Those are the two main reasons I'm going. Cool. Two of my favorite bands. I've never seen them live, so I've still got to see Maiden live. It's every time they've come nearby, which is very rare. Something has come up in my life, like I got the flu or something like that, and I couldn't go. I got to see them before they they throw in the towel. If they Those come, guys are old. we will. We will go. I'd be willing to go make a track and watch Maiden with you. Hell yeah. I've done got Metallica off my bucket list. See, that's the one I haven't. I've gotten... See, Maiden's one I'll go and enjoy. Metallica, I mean, I really didn't enjoy that one. Well, my whole deal with Metallica is just like, I want to have the big four. Yeah. And I've seen Anthrax and I've seen Slayer. I've yet seen Megadeth or Metallica. I've seen Megadeth a shitload of times. I've seen Slayer. I haven't seen Anthrax and I really don't care. Dude, I'm not an Anthrax fan, but I will straight up say they rip fucking ass live. Like, they're badass. I seen them. It was them, Lamb of God, Testament, who is really fucking good live. Oh, Testament live. Uh, 
Napalm Death, who's also really badass live. They, you know, I've seen Exodus live a few times, and I consider them more the big four than fucking Anthrax. Well, yeah, I mean, the uh, Gary Holt, the guitarist of Exodus, and the drummer of Exodus are fucking Slayers. Yeah, that's like where, Gary Holt replaced Jeff Hanneman. And in if Slayer. I'm not mistaken, that's where Hammett started is Exodus. Is it yeah, not? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Dude, uh, let's take a moment and just have a moment of silence for uh, Kirk Hammock's um, <laughs> nature. His, his ability to do anything anymore. Yeah. He's gotten lazy. He's gotten lazy. Well, when you play the same fucking riff for 30 years. Yeah. Like, hey, you're fucking trained by a fucking Satch. Fucking hey, yeah, Satch no Shit. There's like. Probably ten people on earth who can say that. He is definitely the fucking George Harrison uh, <laughs> of Metallica. And you sit here when my guitar quietly whimpers. <laughs> like, <laughs> Lars is a douche. Hatfield's a country bumpkin. Dude, and, I would... Hammett's lazy as fuck. I would... And don't get me started on fucking Tregelio, man. Like... <sighs> That's cool and all, but you know what? Suicidal tendencies suck. There, I said it. Fuck that. He wanted a Pepsi, and he wrote a song about not getting his way. Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck that band. Uh, I could talk music all day, though. Yeah, this is the good old music <laughs> podcast. <laughs> We're the good old Billboard Charts Catcher Up podcast. So, um... What have you been playing? <laughs> We're only forty minutes into this cocksucker. That's ah, okay. Fuck it. I've been I've been diddle daddling and all kinds of shit. I've been playing my arcade cabinet uh, quite a bit. And that that's mainly it. Um, I got Donkey Kong Spooky Remix. Spooky Remix. Spooky Remix. It's pretty good. It's like a complete hack, but uh, he throws for some reason. It looks like a watermelon. <laughs> Cancelled off I, YouTube. I'm not fucking, no, <laughs> he throws a fucking. It's green. It ain't a green fucking pumpkin. I mean, <laughs> what? Have you seen a green pumpkin? No, not yet. Okay, exactly. Well, he throws it off, and it starts instead of fire coming out. It's a bat, and the girders are different. Like you got jumps in the middle. And he throws these pumpkins, and the pumpkins are constantly, like, if you jump it, it'll roll down the bottom, and there's a conveyor spring, and it'll throw it back up top. So, he just puts new pumpkins in circulation constantly, and they stack up. Huh. And then, uh, you get ghosts and dead frogs and things in jars. <laughs> dead and the, frogs. Well, I, it's a brown frog, and its eyes are solid white. Yeah. I'm assuming it's dead. I think you're correct. It's the frogger frogs that didn't make it. <laughs> yeah. Been playing that. Um, I've been trying to do horror theme shit because I'm gonna I'm gonna have some get-togethers. You'll be invited, of course. I'm gonna try to do some on the weeknights for Halloween. Let's go and get everybody over and play some horror games and oh yeah, drink a little bit and maybe uh have a uh, we need to have a Lord of the Harvest video game tournament. With just our friends and like maybe have a couple knots and then the third one be the winners take all. Yeah, yeah. Some sort of tournament. That'd be pretty sweet. I've been thinking about that. I think we'll do it. We'll just call it the Lord of the Harvest. Fucking might even uh, get a trophy made for the winner. Fuck yeah. 
uh, I've been playing zombie. Is it zombie raid? The fucking shooter. Yes, the side scroll. I fucking love that's that a great shit, NES game, dude. Because you're the flying zombie head, right? Yes. Or, just... it, zombie. Uh, zombie nation. That's zombie the name nation. Right. Yes. yes. Zombie nation. You're the flying zombie head shooting eyeballs. Yes. It's fucking wicked, dude. It's really fucking hard. It is. I but... don't think I've made it past the second or third level. Uh. Uh-uh. I don't think I have either. But man, it's it's fun and it's fucking gnarly for an NES game. I'm getting pretty fucking good at Splatterhouse, the first one. Okay. Because it's a lot of just fucking memorization. Yeah. Because, like, the boss battles and all that, there's just the certain patterns. Once you get them figured out, there ain't shit to beat in that game. Uh, I've been playing with myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you should. As I should. In the dark. I didn't tell you about... Uh, this is not video game related, but I pickled some sand fleas. Oh, yeah. Well, you showed me when you were drunk the other night. Oh, Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I pickled me some sand fleas. Nice. That's a another game. Make sure you 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 taste them here shortly. It's mm. a Slappy Co game, ain't it? I believe it is. That thing ruins marriages. I've been playing mainly mainly board games. That's what I was most. gonna get to. Is we played Alien. Yeah, that's the main thing. Before we go into that. I got a bit of a throwback here. Okay. Bit of a nerd rage. Oh, my favorite time Which of the I, I guess it really ain't nerd rage, but it's rage. I, I, anytime I hear your name and rage the same sentence, I'm like, get them. Tell me. Tell me about it, Papa. My, mostly just old fucks at the fucking gym, dude. Old fucks at the gym. <sighs> Those people, huh? Okay, first they kind of enrage me because I watch them. <laughs> you working hard or hardly working? Exactly. <laughs> I watch them and they'll go to the machine and they'll, they'll like circle it a few times like a fucking vulture, and then they'll sit down at it. Oh, wait, so, say it's like a, and they sniff the seat when she gets. <laughs> say it's like a, a bicep uh, curl machine. They go to you know bicep curl machine. You you curl both your biceps at once. Well, they'll go to it and they'll they'll pretty they'll just take the fucking the pin out of it, so there's no weight at all, and they'll just curl one arm at a time, and just sat there. I'm like, what are you doing? You're just wiggling your arm. You're not even doing full extension. You're just wiggling your arm, wasting everyone's fucking time. But what's worse than that though is okay, one of them will be at a machine, another one will come up and start talking to him. Then another one joins in, and another one. Next thing you know, it's fucking BoomerCon twenty twenty one. Oh my god, and it's like going to Jack's in the morning. Yes. They're all just sitting around this machine <laughs> bullshitting with each other. Meanwhile, it's the only machine in the gym of that kind and I need to fucking use it. So I'm sitting here, I'm 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 exhausting every other part of my body waiting to get on that fucking machine i've had to eventually just give up and just go over there and say hey guys i need this fucking machine can you move can y'all fucking go to mcdonald's and talk can you go to hardy's and talk or something i mean <laughs> fuck off it's what I, I thought you i mean you work out at planet fitness yes right? i thought they had things against that kind of shit well they got shit against quote-unquote lunks meatheads so if someone goes in there like throwing weights around and shit supposedly they set off this lunk alarm thing which honestly if someone set that off on me i'd punch him in the face because that's just retarded but anyways we'll shame you right out of this gym <laughs> yeah and i'll punch you out of this gym too <laughs> motherfucker i do gotta com- compliment your co-worker brian on on his gym etiquette he saw me there on labor day i believe it was yes he told me told me at work you see me um he said he didn't want to bother you because it looked like he was getting in a good I was burn. getting at it. 
But, you know, we talked briefly. We didn't talk at a machine. We didn't type a machine. And we went along our merry way. That's how you fucking do it at a gym. Mm-hmm. You don't set... These You're not there to fucking hang out. You're there to get your ass yes. kicked and get the fuck yes. out. But, you know, he exhibited perfect, perfect gym etiquette. These old fucks, one of them be sitting on the fucking machine the whole time. Either talking on the phone or chatting with six other old fucks. And I'm like, you know what? The COVID vaccine was a fucking mistake. Y'all should all be dead. <laughs> <laughs> and, and today, it was a new one on you me. You old club-footed bastard. <laughs> today, today, it was a new one on me. I went to the bike, because you know I said, this bike's been help, helping my sciatica. Mm-hmm. So I'm the only one on this set of bikes. They're the bikes with a little, almost like a car bucket seat when your feet are out in front of you and you're pedaling. There, they got, I think, eight of them there. So I'll pick one. I strategically pick one where I'm away from everybody. And I'm the only one using one of these in particular bikes. This old fat fuck comes over there and sits right beside me. There's like fucking like plenty around you. Yes, he could have been four bikes over and using the same kind of He wanted to feel that big dick energy you're exuberating. I guess. He's like the mother. You go into a public (laughs) bathroom and there's 60 urinals and he's the motherfucker that goes right beside you. Yeah. Looking down, and you, you know, oh, I no, no. I had just started this when he came over there, and I was like, and I crossed my mind, get up and change bikes, because you know the whole there's a yeah I don't know if you noticed there's a pandemic going on, social distancing and all that. This fucker's two feet away from me, and then I realized, you know what? I'm fucking ground zero for COVID. Fuck this motherfucker. If he I'm wants gonna to COVID, kill your ass, <laughs> if you want to sit beside me at COVID and die, I'm at the hospital every fucking night. You're welcome to it. I'll be doing a CT angiogram on you later, motherfucker. <laughs> I'll see you next week. <laughs> Good luck on that bicycle, cause your lungs are gonna swell shut. Fuck. I mean, Jesus, fuck. Like Dude, even that, is, that that's fucking. Even out, outside of a pandemic, I wouldn't do that. Well, even if even if you're not in a fucking gym, that's annoying anywhere. Get out of your people's bubbles if you can. Like, I if every bike was taken and that's the only spot you had, sure, it is what it is. Whatever, but with I'm literally the only person on this kind of bike, and you pick the one next to me. Fuck you, get out of my space. Yeah, that's messed up, man. Like, like again, it's going to the, the urinal beside you well, in the bathroom. That, that's something I'd like to bitch about. You know, it, it, talk about the personal space thing. I got told by this little country bumpkin dipshit. Bit. I gotta be careful here. <laughs> uh, I just got told by this idiot fucko. This f slur. <laughs> Yeah, this <laughs> fuck slut. Uh, the, yeah, I'm already too far gone now. Oh, fuck it. It's our podcast. I work with this fucking asshole. This dumb bitch tells me that I'm fucking... I say dumb bitch with full heart intention. <laughs> those, are, those are values I stand by. <laughs> those are values I stand by. <laughs> the savagery of cruelty needs to be known by man. This fucking... This bitch... She fucking tells me that I'm a fucking idiot for getting vaccinated, right? Guess what happens? She gets fucking COVID three days after telling me that I'm an idiot. (laughs) And now, and not only that, she come to work sick and knew she was fucking sick. What a moron. And come to fucking work anyways. And I was like, right back to what I was saying last week. You're the fucking problem. Yeah. Yep. 
you know, my view you on that. selfish fuck. I understand if you don't want to get it, but then you get sick and fucking willingly expose people to your ass. Fuck you, you dumb yeah. bitch. You know, I'm... I say that with full conviction. I'm all for the vaccine. I'm also all for your personal choice on getting it. Exactly. And if someone gets it or doesn't get it, it's their fucking choice. They're not an idiot either way. Because there's risks on both sides of it. But I'm not, you know, I'm not going to condemn anybody on their choice of that shit. That's retarded. <laughs> well, yeah. Tell what, what gets me is all the people that don't get it, how far they go to talk shit. And I'm like, you do realize this is why everybody's saying the anti-vaxxers are Trump following dipshit morons, right? Yeah. Because you're fitting your fucking stereotype to a degree. Yeah. I had, there was, I made that while my father was sick. I made the comment to one of my friends. I just said, I asked him, he was wanting to come hang out over my house one week. And I was like, have you been vaccinated? And he said, no. And I said, I would rather you not come to my house at this time right now. Cause you gotta, because my dad. Because you're going through chemo and yeah, shit. Dude, that like, knocks I, your immune system I out. I cannot fucking risk giving that shit to my dad. My friend was cool with it. But the the uh, this other guy I worked with overheard me telling my friend Brian about it. And uh he was just like, well, that vaccine's only good for the old one. It ain't going from Delta variant, blah, blah. And I'm like, it's still better than having nothing. And I was like, uh, you know, I don't even remember what it was I said, but he was just like, you know why I ain't getting it? And I'm like, why? And he said, do you know what the definition of fascism is? And I'm like, don't fucking give me this fucking idiot shit. I was like, my aunt's a yeah. fucking lung doctor. I'm going to believe her over some cousin fucking moron on Facebook. Like, yeah. fuck off. The fuck vaccine. Off. You are the... <sighs> I gotta be... The vaccine itself has nothing to do with fascism. The, the government mandating it? Sure. I, yeah, I don't agree, I don't with, agree that. with that. It's that's, funny how my body, my choice changed real quick. No shit, right? But... All these people that's preaching this other shit, once you do that shit, they're like, oh, well. Well... <laughs> Every every fucking thing that you've based your life on and value you've said has just been ruled null and fucking void. I'm a thousand percent in favor of body autonomy. You do with your body what the fuck you want. That includes it, drugs for that matter. Yeah, no shit. They ought to legalize them. If you want to fucking be stupid enough to smoke bathroom meth, no. you should be allowed. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Anyways, games. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Aliens. Aliens was pretty, pretty rocking. Alien. 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 Because Aliens, not only is it a different movie, but it's also a different game. Mm-hmm. That's one I need to get. It is uh, Aliens, much like the movie's more about killing the aliens, whereas Alien is about escaping the aliens. That's the beauty of the Aliens movies. Like, Alien, straight fucking isolation horror movie. Aliens, war movie. Yeah. Fucking Alien 3 kind of goes back to Alien. Aliens a game. I think the subtitle is um, Another Glorious Day in the Core. In the Core, yeah. It looks pretty rad too. I didn't know that was a thing. Is that the one that we seen at Southern Fried though? That the guy wanted like five bajillion dollars for? Yeah, the guy wanted way too much because he painted the figures. Oh. Whoopee. You painted the figures. Are you somebody of noteworthy painting skills? No, well then the value doesn't increase. Yeah. It kind of should decrease. Yeah, because maybe I don't want to paint it like that. Yeah. Anyways, but uh, Alien by Ravensburger, I want to say it was is the company Alien, which uh, made Fate the, of the Stromo. made the excellent WWF slash E card game that you got me. Indeed. And they've made a few other pretty decent games. I've noticed that predominantly most of the 
the movie or like licensing tie-in board games you see at Target are all made by Brave those guys. Yeah. That's where I found it. It was just random. It was like 30 bucks at Target. And I'm a huge Alien fan, so I was just like, ah, yeah. I mean, we're all... Everybody's in the... I mean, you're hardcore into board games, but mm-hmm. I'm, I've been kind of getting interested in it now that I actually got people that I can play with. Yeah. It's pretty fucking cool, though. It's I not bad. It. Like, I want to play it My again. only critique to it would be it seemed a little easy, but we didn't do the hard mode. Yeah, and I, I really would like to get five player because okay something i wondered about too um it's got the set places where you put like the oxygen canisters and all that you could just really rearrange that anywhere you wanted as long as you got that set of number yeah. out on the board i guess you? we need to kind of paint the picture for listeners um so oh, alien yeah. you're on the nostromo there's one alien on the board yeah every turn you draw you got card. Five, five character yeah Choices to, to play characters. as Those are the characters from the movie, like Ripley and Dallas stuff. Lambert, uh, Dallas Lambert, Ripley, uh, Harry Dean Stanton's character, and uh, Yafet Kato's character, which is who I played as, and I can't remember because that's awful because you're racist. And uh, uh, <laughs> I begged out, I'm drunk. There's a difference, <laughs> is there? Is there? Anyways, uh, uh, so you're on the Nostromo, and there's basically there's main room set up with corridors in between. So it might take you three moves to get from the med bay to the lobby or mm-hmm. something like that. But anyways, you all start out in the galley. Yeah, in the, the galley. Board. That's so you got four objectives you got to do, and a final objective. And the four objectives. Objectives is based on the amount of players you got, too. Okay, yeah, that's right. It's the number of players plus one. Yeah. So, we played three players, so it was four objectives. And it was things like bring two coolant tanks to the cryo chamber. Things like that. So, you do all those and then you get the final objective. Which, for us, was spray ash down with the fire extinguisher. Kill ash. Then incinerate the alien. Yeah. Uh, but every turn you get, I think it was four actions. Each character is different. Ripley, Lambert, uh, the ones we played had the same action. The guy I play as all have four and then Dallas has five and Harry Dean Stanton's character has three. Okay. But you they have, also have special abilities. Yes. You have a special ability for each character. So I'm guessing the guy with three had pretty good special ability to balance yeah, it out i might have to run him your guy time. could make extra scratch for furry yeah i could pull one out of the i could use a turn out of my four turns to uh and scrap four actions to pull a scrap out of a discard pile yeah and scrap was used to make items which you use for both for mission or mission objectives and for just being useful yeah like incinerator for example if you were to fucking summon the alien you can use that well you can't upon summoning Right. Once he gets to you, you're fucked. Yeah. But if he's within three spaces of you, you got to like shoot his ass away back to the nest. Yeah. You can get on out of here. <laughs> Man, my little mouth too, Ronald. But yeah, mine, Ripley basically issued commands of the players and let them move them extra spaces, which was really fucking useful for that game. Hannah's was. Uh she could look at the top of the event deck. Or the, uh, up, the encounter. That, yeah, encounter. encounter. You have encounter cards where at the end of each turn, 
each player you have to draw an encounter and card. he usually like says like play some scrap in this room and move the alien this many spaces towards the closest player yeah so she could look at the top of it and possibly put it on the bottom if she wanted to you have a token too in each room you go into that's a face down like a uh, a bay door token yeah. and you flip over and over and you either get jonesy the cat the whole thing too is based you have a morale Yes, that's basically the, the team HP. And if you, that morale gets down to zero, <coughs> you lose. You fucking lose. So every time you encounter the alien, it takes like two to three morale down. Ash, if you're playing with him, takes morale down. If you see the cat, it takes one. Yeah. If you see the alien, it takes two when you flip the tokens over. And if you flip it over and there's nothing, you're lucky. You yeah. Because uh, that's something. I think like one of the there's certain things you can get and it'll be shit like you know if you encounter the alien add one to whatever it takes off from your morale meter and shit like that yeah like uh, the flashlight subtracted one damage from any morale you took that was cool shit like that seemed like a pretty solid game overall we'll Um, have to do it again yeah soonish because there i mean there's quite a bit of different objectives and uh there's Five final missions, I think. Mm-hmm. So, and I've played a handful of board games that I most of them I acquired at Southern Fried. Um, the main one I'm going to talk about, though, well, I guess I'm going to talk about two. One of them is one I got off, off Kickstarter, which mm-hmm. is Doom Machine. Comes in a fucking Altoids can, basically, with of course their label on it, but it's a little tin Altoids tin, and it's got cards in it. And dice. And what it is, it's a single player game, and I've been bringing it to work. It's a great time waster. So, you, the Doom Machine is basically a deck of cards, and you start off with three of those cards played out, and um, each of those cards have a certain amount of squares on them that you place it one dice on the square, and every turn it moves down the, the square almost like a. I don't know, go down the map in Mario 3. Oh, well, like that's cool. You, and every time it mo- your dice moves on that, it does like damage to you or does some other effect. So you you start off with 10 hit points, and the Doom Machine itself has a tracker for um, sentience and power. So sometimes some of those cards will up the sentience and power, which has other effects later down the line. But So say cards 1, 2, and 3 you start off with will have certain amount of hit points each they're all parts of the doom machine and they have conditions on how you deal damage so you'd roll your starting five dice and say for card number one you can damage it with a one or six or card number two maybe it's if two dice that are the same will damage it in one point Mm -hmm. or card number three might be uh, wild dice plus wild dice equals wild dice so basically that'd be like one plus one equals two will damage that one so, and every time you da- you kill one of these parts of the machine, that, of course, that mach- part of the machine is gone, so it's no longer fucking with you, but you also take the hit point dice off that and add it to your pool up to a maximum of 10 dice that you're uh. rolling, and every turn you can, it's got like little places on your hit points card, you can bump up a dice, one, or bump up a dice uh, one point up or down. So, if you rolled a five, you can make it a six, or you can make it a four. There's three spots for that, and there's three re-roll spots. So, you can manipulate your dice some, and kind of play a 
game of statistics on, you know, well, these three dice here I roll can damage something else, but I roll low on these other three dice. I'm going to re-roll them all together, and maybe I can use those to shield myself from taking damage from these other machine parts that are going to deal me damage. So basically, you start off with a deck of, I want to say, 10 machine parts. The bottom is always the Doom Core, which deals you damage based on the sentience and power. So you, you play through every turn that adds one more piece of the machine to it. So if you aren't wiping out machine parts, it piles up and really starts fucking you hard. That's kind of cool, though. It's a pretty fucking wicked time waster because you're really thinking about what order things are happening in. Uh, you know, uh, how can you get your early, I, I call them early wins. But if you can defeat the parts earlier, you get those dice to use against the machine which really helps you a lot so are you prioritizing the more dangerous parts or you're prioritizing the easier to kill machine parts yeah yeah okay like we can get the little things right now because these things only take three hits kill but this thing right here is going to get so strong at some point yes you can't fucking kill it yeah or it just deals you so much damage it kills your ass yeah it kills you so that's been a pretty wicked little little time. And it's called the Doom Machine. Doom Machine. It comes in a little Altoids can. That looks sounds really cool. It is. It's it's. Of course, people at work laugh at me, make fun of me when I'm rolling my dice and playing it out. But I don't give a shit. Um, what it, the fuck do they do for fun? Well, you see, like I told them, it keeps me off my fucking phone. It keeps my brain working. Yeah. You're but, scrolling through Facebook, looking at memes. I'm like doing math in my head and thinking about strategy. Keeps the brain sharp. Yeah. Shit love that shit. That's good for you. You fucks work in the medical field. Stay off your phone. I don't want a brain dead asshole working on me <laughs> yeah. up there. But, um, so I, I caught that off Kickstarter. I don't know if you can still get it. I don't know if it's ever going to become like a retail thing, but it was, it's pretty wicked. I know it's on a um, board game simulator, which is like a Steam game. Mm-hmm. And people often like scan games and put them in there. Most most board games are on that thing. Really? Yeah, that's kind of cool. It's basically a physics simulator with people scanning in cards and boards and stuff. But you can play other people you, on there. Yeah, you can. Oh, that's take, cool. I've never played anybody on it, but my buddy Paul and and him and his brother and some other people play. That's how he's learned half the games I have because he pulls them up on board game simulator and plays them on there. That's really cool, though. I might yeah. have to do that myself. Yeah. Uh, that game was pretty fun. I still play it at work whenever I get a chance. It takes like 15 minutes to play it, play around of it. Uh, starting off, it seems like extraordinarily hard, but you mm-hmm. start to realize the strategy to it, and it, I guess where I win more often than, than I lose. Oh, yeah. So I, I recommend that if you can find some way to buy it. Like I said, I think it might have been Kickstarter only, but... Anyways, uh, the other game I was going to talk about is Dark Moon, which I got off Amazon a while back. I see it there behind you. Yeah. It is based off this old game, Battlestar Galactica, which is based off the, the TV show. But the game itself is a game of hidden roles. So in those Battlestar Galactica game, some people are humans, some people are Cylons, which are basically androids. You don't like Battlestar Galactica? I liked it. It was pretty... You did? Yes. It's pretty wicked. What am I thinking? Or at least the reboot, not the uh, not the original. I didn't really care for the original. It's too cheesy. I, I'd give it a chance. It ain't, no, it, ain't, it ain't Doctor Who. No, it's not Doctor Who. Thank God. 
it's closer to more of a hard science fiction. Oh, that's cool. But anyways, Dark Moon's based on Battlestar Galactica, which is a very popular board game that's been out of print for over a decade. So Mm -hmm. you you can buy a copy of it for like less than $200, I think, because they haven't made it in forever. Yeah. And it's a really good game. So this game is based on that. Apparently, it was a print-and-play game originally on BoardGameGeeks.com, and I guess whoever made it finally just put their own theme to it and put it on Amazon. Yeah. So, basically, the story, the theme of the game is um, all the players are on a moon base on Titan, which is the moon of Jupiter. And on this base, certain a certain number of players are infected with, I guess, some kind of unknown virus, more or less... They're the thing or something. Oh, that's cool. And the other players are human. You don't know who's who, though, because you get dealt cards randomly that says you're infected. You're human. And if you are infected, you're better off not being known that you're infected because you you can do more shit. Um, because if the player of uh, the human suspect that you're infected, they can quarantine you, which limits your actions. And you can also reveal yourself as infected, which ha- you get to use your infected power, which is powerful. It lets you fuck up a couple things. Mm-hmm. But after that, after you initially use that power, power, you're still more limited than if you were a unrevealed infected. So you're best off just playing incognito, yeah. pretending you're human when you're really not. So it's a game where it makes everybody paranoid about each other. And... The idea of the game is you're on this moon base. You got basically three main systems that you need to keep up if you're human. One of them is radiation shields. Another one is is the outpost controls, which is like... It kind of mandates what kind of actions you can take as a human. And then there's life support. So if you're infected, you want one of those three to take maximum damage, which ends the game. You kill everybody, basically. If you're human, you want to keep those alive while you're doing these four objectives on top of the board. And um, <clears throat> those are those usually have little check, check boxes in them where you, um, certain actions can check those off and you, that's how you complete the objectives. But the, <clears throat> I guess the main mechanic of the game is every turn you have a certain amount of dice and you roll them in private behind a screen. So you can cheat in this game. So mm. it's kind of an honor system. You don't cheat. You roll the, these dice behind your, your screen. And because four out of the six dice are negative, or four out of the six sides of each dice is negative, you could be legitimately human and trying to do your best, but still can only submit shitty negative results to something you're trying to do and fuck it up. So that's where the bluffing comes in when you're infected is you could roll your dice and you get some positive, but you also get negative. You submit the negative and be like, well, that's the best I rolled, guys. Sorry. Uh, So you can can fuck, like, talk shit either way. Yeah, because anytime you you attempt a task and you roll dice, you have to submit one. Ah, okay. So if you're human... And you want to submit a positive dice, and you roll all negatives. You still, you still have to submit one of them. Get the negative. Yeah. So that that's pretty gnarly. <clears throat> and on your turn, you encounter an event. You actually draw two event cards, and you choose which one of the two you want. And 
again, that's something else to the bluffing thing. You could, if you're like when I was infected twice in a row with the two times we played it, and towards the end of the game, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna. I've been playing really heavy into the human side. I'm gonna try to end this game before it gets out of my reach. Yeah. So I drew two cards, and both of them, or one of them, was not bad at all. One of them was really shitty. So I submitted the, the really shitty one. I was like, man, this is bad, but you should have saw the other card. It was fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's the best I can do for us, guys. And then I rolled my dice and submitted a negative dice. To <laughs> you bastard. I was like, man, I only had two dice to roll, and they were both negative. So that's the best I can do for y'all. <laughs> that's It's it's pretty fun. It, it, it sounds fucking I think it's, as shit. Yeah, it is. I think it's three to seven players who can handle a pretty good sized group. And it's not very mechanic heavy. So it's more about the social politics than it is about the nitty gritty game mechanics. Yeah. I like games like that. That's why I liked uh, King's Dilemma a lot up there because it was a voting game where everyone has their own objectives. And, and is that the one, like, it's one playthrough? Yes, that one's one playthrough. You can't do it again. Not unless I buy it again. King's Dilemma, I know I've talked about it before. Yeah, yeah. uh, Every person in that game is a council member basically making decisions for the king. And um, as you advance through the storyline, it'll tell you, like, open, if you choose, okay, you encounter an event in the story, and it's a card that says, here's your options to vote for. And then whatever wins, you look on the back of the card and it says, okay, you you voted to, to fucking feed the peasants poison grain. Open envelope 37. Uh, and you open envelope 37 and, and you add that to your deck of storyline events and things continue to unfold as you go. King's Dilemma is really fucking awesome. I hope they do more like that. Well, it, it, you said it takes a minute to play through too, though, didn't it? No, not necessarily. It takes a long time to finish. The whole game. It's a legacy game. When so in in that sense, if I were to invite you to play King's Dilemma, you would start your own house. You house like my house was house cockwallops. <laughs> so when I play, anytime I come play, my house is house cockwallops. And if I, you know, depending on how well I do, I make marks on my house screen, my card on how many points I get for honor or deceit. I can't remember what they were called in the game. Basically, it was. If your house was honorable or were they shitty, you got points for either way. Yeah. And it all culminated to a big revolution at the end of the game to see whose house made it on top. I won that, by the way. Well, <laughs> house- no, no fucking shit. Like, you don't ever win any game you fucking play. <laughs> but what's interesting, though, is it sets it up to be like a cyclical game. So, because House Cockwallops won the... I just want you to say that one more time. Because House Cockwallops Thank you. won... <laughs> That get the whole fucking legacy game of King's Dilemma. If I were to buy that again, the starting king is going to be King Cockwallop. Ah, I got you. So, yeah, it continues. So, they're like, yes, please buy 15 copies of our game. Yes, (laughs) exactly. And it's one of those games, like, if they don't come out with another one of these at all, which I think they will, because they've patented that system that they've come up with. But even if they don't come up with one at all, I could see myself buying that game every two years just to play through it again, because it's going to play out differently I would like to try it out. Yeah. It's pretty wicked. Do you think they have that on the uh, board game simulator? Maybe. I don't know if you can save games in board game simulator, though, which is one problem. 
Because you, it's a legacy game. You need to be able to save your state. Oh yeah, to go between the net. Okay. And yeah. in fact, it had, we jokingly called it the save game slot because you take your story cards and you put it in the slot in there for currently ongoing storylines. Maybe I should just buy one, and we should. Just it's do pretty it wicked. Yeah, it's got a it's got a fucking trash slot in it. Like he's got a big plastic insert, and it's got a little slot. You any cards that like were trashed for whatever reason like you chose a story path that didn't use these cards you put those cards in the trash lot and they're just underneath the plastic insert and you never see them that's weird that's yeah cool. and it's got a board that keeps up with all the statistics of the kingdom but as you unlock certain achievements in the game you put stickers on the board and they give you like positive effects or negative effects if it was a bad thing so it does carry over for a while. You're literally just building a fucking kingdom to carry on to the next yeah. game. Yeah. That's cool. That's pretty wicked. I dig it. Board games are the rage right now. Board games have increased popularity a lot, which I'm really happy with. I, lo- I love board games. There's some like old school ones I really want. They're so expensive. I'd love to have the real Ghostbusters Milton Bradley game. Mm-hmm. It's it's fucking cool, but it, it's about a hundred twenty bucks. I wish I had the three D. I, I used to have this old game. I got it from my too. uncle years years ago. I mean, I was maybe ten or so. I got this game called Shogun, which was basically Chinese Risk. Like it took place on the or I don't know if it was Chinese or what nation it was, but um, you were racist. It, yeah, I am. It's basically Romance <laughs> of the Three Kingdoms, the oh, board game. Nice. So you were like a um, your soldiers. I have a rice famine. Yes, <laughs> yeah. you you took control of this city, state, or province, or whatever, and it was is really fucking elaborate. It was way over my head at that time, and I don't even know what the fuck I did with it. But that's an expensive ass game, mm-hmm. and it had all these cool little you know tokens and and model swords and shit that was in it. You know, that's a board game that me and Brian were talking about. Where see, they got a Ghostbusters clue. Out now, it's Ghostbusters Afterlife, and I really fucking want it. Hell like, yeah. I mean, Clue's fun. Yeah. But I'd like to learn how to play Risk. I've never played Risk, and Brian was like, dude, he was like, those games can last fucking like forever. I just bought it at Bargain Hunt the other day for $10. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I'd like to try it out. Like, mm-hmm. I've watched a little bit of videos on it just to kind of get the basics of it figured out. It ain't that difficult, but yeah, it's not obscenely difficult at all. Just it takes, takes a while, dude. I hate to say it, and this is like one that any I guess board game purist might be like, "Well, we're gonna punch this guy in the dick." I like me some Monopoly, man. Yeah, I fucking like Monopoly, and I'm really good at it. I got certain friends that refuse to play me because I took all their fucking money and their land. Yeah, my only, you just call me John Smith. My only gripe with Monopoly, it's one of those games that you have to be with a group who's willing to call it. Because you get to the yeah. point where you're like, you fucking won, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's no My way. whole deal is when you're out of fucking money and you're having a mortgage and you're levy shit, you're done. Just, just call it. You're done. And all that is luck. All Monopoly is is if it's you get on the luck. good spaces, buy everything. Anything you land yeah. on, fucking buy it. Buy everything you land on, yep. Still good. They got Coal Monopoly. We got to get it and play it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you're addicted to crystal meth. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. <laughs> you got muddy feet at the I Trump wonder, rally. Go back three spaces. 
I can't remember the name of the the, the purple spaces that sucked in Monopoly, but I guarantee you one like of those parlor is like, place or some shit. one of those is got to be the Lake Motel. Oh, dude, <laughs> I hope. Oh my fuck! If the, they if they have it, we ought to take it and redo it. It's got to be like the twenty dollar property. <laughs> Someone lands so, on it and you, you pay get a, them money. You get a fucking community chess card. It was like bed bugs. You, you, <laughs> bed bugs. Pay forty dollars to the doctor to get your back scraped. <laughs> or it could be like find meth rock in the corner of the room at Lake Home Motel. Get twenty dollars. Yeah, like that'd be great. Hell yeah, it would. I still, I wish more people knew what Lacon was because yeah, it's glorious. I've place. wanted, I've wanted to sell a Lacon vacation package for so long. It's like yeah, stay in our luxurious Lacon hotel resort and enjoy the finest shopping amenities on Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> Fine dining at Pops Truck Stop, which just closed down sadly, which is conveniently out of business. That was fucking Stuckies. Yeah, like, it was for the longest. Everybody's like, I can't believe Stuckies went out of business. I'm like, you can't believe a store that sold state spoons and pecan logs went out of business? (laughs) What the fuck else did they have? (laughs) Nobody collects goddamn state spoons anymore. That's a problem with America. No one ever did. (laughs) I mean, I think you're right. The only it's people's were, grandparents I ever seen that collected state spoons were dead by the time I met them. Yeah. So maybe that's something state, to say. Collecting the state spoons is up there with collecting Star Star Trek China plates. Like, <laughs> nobody does. You know, it's like the only gas station you go into, you can get gas. You can get pecan logs. We got a gemstone fountain in the back. Like, they got all this useless shit. And everybody, then everybody's like, "Why oh, think?" Well, you used to have a Dairy Queen too, which yeah, yeah Dairy Queen, yeah. Pops wasn't bad Pops when it turned bad. out. Pops, man, like man. I like their creepy Elvis they had. In there. I was fixing to say the fucking Elvis statue, man. That was a testament. He's out playing music to some little kids. He's about to diddle. Lacon's got a mini. Uh, me and Hannah went down to where you can pull off by the bridge at Lacon, going to, you know, and the first thing I told her, I was like, Brendan's dad used to bring us down here fishing all yep. the fucking time. We'd yep. go do some midnight catfishing and come yep. the fuck down here. Like, yep. That was a uh, good times, simpler uh-huh. times. It was. Lacon is not so simple. Pig skins and crystal meth. Yeah. It is not the Lycon of yesteryear. Lycon used to be jumping, man. It used to be the place you could find anything you wanted to like on. Including Any, snuff films. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't that, that happen to you one time down yeah, there, right? Yeah. It's something I distinctly remember. Is this guy had, you know, people would bring trailers, like open-end trailers. Yeah, they got in, like, in this you, gravel lot. If you go to Lycon, where you turn in at... It's all these decrepit chicken house buildings that are fucking been falling apart since the 70s. Mm-hmm. People got little booths and shit in there. The right side's got like the pork skin stand and a bunch of shitty little booths. And then the left side's like you said, it's like big gravel pit outdoor flea market. And you can just pay a fee, bring a trailer it's like, shit. And, so. and to this day, it's like $5 a spot. You pay $5, you can park and sell shit. Yeah. Like, 
And I recall the, going to this one trailer, and my dad's looking through shit, and I see this guy selling all these VHS tapes. And one of them's covered, covered up. And uh, I asked my dad, I said, what's that over there? And he's like, those are snuff films. You don't need to look at them. And, I'm, and, I, and that, my, my fucking old five, six-year-old self's like, why are people worried about fucking chewing tobacco films? Great Granny Pearl dip snuff. And then when I got older, I remember seeing on the news, like, the, the, there's a big epidemic of snuff films. Like, you know, how there's becoming illegal or whatever, and people are trading them and all this shit. And then, then they explained what snuff films was on the food. And I was like, oh... Well, see, my, <laughs> and people think I'm crazy because I feel like I'm the only fucking one that remembers That's this. A, it's something else is, I recall, is it, it was snuff films, but like on the, the spines of them was labeled with cities, Atlanta and Nashville and shit. Oh, shit. Yes. They just doing some traveling. Probably, yeah. Probably some homeless people getting, <laughs> uh, getting berated in the worst so. place. Well, one of the things I remember about Lacon that everybody thinks I'm fucking crazy about, and I remember this, and my grandpa did too when he was still alive. There, I can if we ever go, I'll show you. The shack is still there. There used to be an Indian guy though that sold all these like the leather Indian goods, you know, or Native American goods. It's like the leather and fucking turquoise and all that shit. He sold all that, but he had a fucking sign that was like, "See the half human, half pig." fetus in a jar oh yeah pay a dollar and you pay that fucker a dollar to go in it's playing this like <laughs> fucking mystic ass music and there's like a human pig fetus in a jar but it, it's a type of pig that's born with something that gives it a kind of it makes the snout real small and gives yeah. it like a human like look kind of like a harlequin baby or a fucking uh, <laughs> uh, uh what's the a thalamide child in a jar. <laughs> That's what I felt like. Just old foul my baby. Got old. There's nothing cool like that anymore. No. I would still pay a fucking dollar to go in and see yes. that. I would like take pictures flexing with it. Yeah. Shit, look, look at this pig baby in this jar for a dollar. The world is too politically correct for freak shows. That sucks. That does suck. It's pickled. It's dead in the pickled jar. Let's they don't care. Butter. Yeah. I'm gonna start charging a dollar to kids in my neighborhood. Like, come in, look at my sale. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't fucking creepy or anything. Oh, come on in, look at my sale, please. <laughs> Parents be like, you stay the fuck away from that guy's house. See what he did to those sand fleas? He might do that to you. I pull him straight out of the sand and pickle. <laughs> I pull you straight out of your bedroom and pickle you. It's awful. Yeah. One thing I want to say is uh, I'm looking for me a flesh and blood partner. Anybody, including you, if you want to get into flesh and blood, I, don't, I want to find somebody like we can start testing decks off of each other. I want to start running flesh and blood tournaments, like driving off to other states and Dude, running tournaments. Down, try it. It's, I did dig flesh and blood. I got them two decks you give me. Yeah. So I could... I could order the rest of the kit, and I, I'll start playing. Shit. Oh, yeah. Because like, I know there's a big tournament in Orlando in November. I'm kind of thinking about taking off road trip out of Dude, it. Dude, my birthday's in November, too. Um, Very tempted to take a road trip for that one. That game, they did recently had the uh, the calling Las Vegas, 
and it like blew all expectations out of the water. Like you know, people were thinking, oh, maybe five hundred people show best because thinking now it's not magic. Yeah, over a thousand fucking people show really? this thing, and it fucking it fucking ruled. Like I went and watched the live streams of the 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 final events, and I've only played with one other guy really. So it's really casual kitchen table shit is what I'm used to with it. Seeing like the upper end echelon of it, I was like, holy shit, this this game has a lot of fucking strategy to it. I didn't really realize. Uh, I'm really fucking pumped for Flesh and Blood. You want to try to maybe, I guess, I set a night out and start doing a fucking Flesh yeah. and Blood night every week? I'd be pretty wicked. I'd be cool to try something different because I would love to have a fucking CCG game that I could get into. Yeah. And I've started throwing together a uh, dash deck, which is a mechanologist steampunk bitch. It just seemed like a fun deck to play. So mm-hmm. I'm waiting on a few more cards to come in for that. But the whole game as a whole is just such a fucking blast. I just don't get to play it enough. It's just not popular enough yet. Yeah. I'm hoping it gets to where it overtakes magic for the tournament player's choice card game. So there's nobody really, I don't guess, here in Coleman that plays it? No. Uh, the guy that card shop said he's had one or two other people inquire about it, and he's always told them, well, I got one guy who plays it, talking about me. Yeah. And he said he signed up to do tournaments, so maybe people will show up to it once that gets going. Um, I've went on uh, Patreon to this one guy. Uh, he does a YouTube channel, Kitchen Table TCG. He does an online tournament with price support and everything, so you get oh, the promo cool. cards and stuff. So I'm waiting on my cards to come in to finish my deck, and I'm gonna start doing that online. I got my little camera set up over there. Oh, that! Oh shit! I just don't know. Yeah, it's very Matrix looking. Yeah, it's a little, uh, I guess, articulating arm that I have a Logitech camera set on. That's for filming that other articulating arm. Yeah, it is. I'm gonna have my my playmat set out there and my cards on there, and it's just over Discord, you and someone else playing. That's cool. As it's going to take me a while to get used to it because I'm not familiar enough with the cards and know them just off the side of the art. Yeah. So I might be like, oh, okay, bring that card up to the camera so I can read its text. You know, it's going to be a pain in the ass, but still, it'll be a way to play the fucking yeah. game. Yeah. And it's one thing about this game that I, I do like, even though it's inconvenient right now, is um, the name Flesh and Blood isn't just because it's a gory game. It's because they don't intend on doing a digital version. It's meant to be played in the in flesh, flesh and, blood. and blood. Yeah, it's something that they it's, the people who are making it are like longtime magic players, and they've kind of seen where magic's gone astray with shit, and they want to do it differently and do it the way they think it should be, which is the way I think it should be in person. In with person, a sitting at a table with another person, and not not fucking around with fucking. There's a Fortnite magic set coming out. Fortnite. What? Yes. Well, I hope that kills magic off because let me tell you, Fortnite is a fucking shit show. It's stupid. I hate that fucking game so fucking much. I mean, I've played it with my daughter. Just I've played she it before it. too, but it's fucking. It's, it's just stupid. It's not even. I don't even it's say shitty, it's shitty. It's dumbed down Team Fortress is all yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I ain't gonna say it's necessarily a bad game. It's just stupid. It's stupid. <laughs> and now the last thing I want to see is a Fortnite magic card. I don't get it. I mean, I don't get magic to begin with, but I just don't get those two. Doesn't seem like that would be a very good fucking no, combo of shit. Like, it's just 
Magic has gone so straight. The only thing I care about Magic anymore is Dune Drafts. I love Draft. Magic is still the best game for Dune Drafts with. Flesh and Blood, you can draft with it. It's not as good as Magic Draft. Constructed decks where you make your own deck, I think it's on par with Magic in a lot of ways. But Draft is still Magic's domain. But hardly anybody plays Draft anymore, so I guess... Everybody's playing that fucking Commander Commander. shit, right? Yeah, I'm so fucking running the Commander. I just think you're done with magic. In, in a lot of ways, I am, man. I, I'm still investing. I think it's in the it. end of a fucking era. I'm still investing in it because I'm. But mean, investing in playing, though. Two like, different things. Yeah. I'm still going to be buying collector boxes and throwing them in the closet to, to sell off when I get in my 60s and enjoy time on my ass. No shit. But, yeah. Uh, which I'm doing the same with Flesh and Blood, too, now, so. Uh, who knows? I might just switch over to purely that if this game gets enough steam. Well, I've been looking online at buying a an open box booster box of a SimCity the card game because <laughs> I'm still bound and determined to learn how to play that Hell fucking yeah. game, even though it looks like a piece of shit. It does. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was. What's that Maisling game you got at Southern Fry? It's pretty solid. It is. I told you wrong last time. The Kickstarter isn't up, but it's about to be. Okay. That thing I signed up for, it's just like, they sent me an email or whatever, and I signed in for all that, and it's just when it goes live, I oh, have you, first dibs on okay. it. So I've got that filled out, because that it it's like a pretty big fucking expansion. It's like the Elders or... They're not called elders. It's like something else. The old else. ones or something. Yeah, it's like that. It's like an expansion of just them that yeah. adds all these different the, the single player top shit and co op shit. I would love to play it again though. It soon, was fun because I've I haven't played it. Well, I've played one one player game since I brought it home. And that's it. It was pretty solid. I need to get me a copy of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I may bring hell. We might play it sometime this yeah. week. I found my deck sleeve protectors. I nice. lost. They were in my car. Go fucking figure. <laughs> They're slippery bastards. Suckers. <laughs> um, trying to think if there's anything else I need to talk about. Diablo Two Resurrected's coming out this week. Oh, that's gonna be fun as shit. That's it's coming cool. out Thursday, which sucks for me because I work Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So I'm going to download it Thursday. It's just a and remake it, of Diablo 2, yes. isn't it? I might ought to fucking get that. You should, Because I've spent some hours playing fucking the first two Diablo. You should get it, dude. It'll be awesome. We can play together, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll get it. Fuck get yes. It, man. Fuck yeah. Any listeners who want to join with us, we'll, we'll start a good old gamers clan, dude. Oh, dude. We should. It'll be weak. I know Bill got him a gaming PC a couple months ago. You need to get it, Bill. Come on, Bill. Don't don't fuck around, Bill. Diablo yeah, 2. Come on, if man. you missed out on the original, you, this is the oh, time. Oh, dude, I might put out a thing on Facebook tonight. But y'all mount up. We're putting together an army. Dude, yeah, that'd yeah. be badass. I'm going to be firing me up a sorceress. I fucking loved sorceress in Diablo 2. Uh, I mean, I loved all the classes, but sorceress was my jam. Fuck yeah, dude! That could be good. Yeah, I think it's gonna be real good. I, it's it's gonna scratch a niche I didn't realize I had. It comes out Thursday. Thursday, September twenty third. You know what the price is on it? I don't. know. Let's find out real quick, cause I'm sure it's. Um, it's gotta be cheaper. I would. It's th- probably I'm sure forty. Forty fifty. 
see if we find a place to buy it. Of course I'm bold enough for Diablo 2 Resurrected. I fucking played the original dickbag. No shit. I remember taking this thing into um, computer science class at Hansville. And I, and I asked the uh, it's teacher there, he's like, hey, can I install this game and play? He said, uh, how big is it? I was like, uh, 30 megabytes. And it was like a two CD game. <laughs> it's like one and a half gigs, which at the time was a ton. He's like, yeah, you can play it. Yeah, ain't that big of a deal. Uh, and see, it's coming out on fucking PS4 yeah. and everything else. So even if you switch, switch, even which you, I've really say, go PC if you can go PC. Yeah, because you can play with us. Forty dollars, or I'll I'll probably get whatever this badass thing is because I just love the Evil Two so much. They could be like, well, Prime Evil pay twenty dollars and um, we'll send you a screenshot of our nipple. It just like, well, all it is the Prime Evil one just comes with fucking Diablo Three shit. Oh shit! Then I guess that's I all it is. Diablo 3 expansions. I guess that's good if you don't have Diablo 3, but I will be getting... I never played Diablo 3. So you're better so off with that. bad it. things about it. Yeah, I'll get that shit. That, that'd be a good fucking... That'd be something for us to do in the next few weeks. Hell yeah, Will. Fuck yeah. That's cool. And man. I want to say there's some cross-platform to it as well. I'm not sure how it works. I imagine. I mean, if it's coming out and everything, I bet you they'll compile everybody in. Hopefully, one. hopefully they can do it in a way where, like, if one console gets hacked, it don't ruin it for everybody else. Yeah. Oh boy, that's something I remember about the original fucking Diablo. Oh, having hacking. That, the hack program I had, you could just somebody piss you off, and you just kick them fucking completely off the server. Like, yeah. What a dick. I, I'm hoping they got their P's and Q's. I'm sure launch night, which is going to be the only night I have available to play until next Monday, it's probably going to be a shit show because that's how every online game launches. God, it launches Thursday too. I've got them shows this weekend, yeah. so I won't be able to play shit till next week. Well, we'll throw down Monday for sure. Fuck yeah. I'll, I'll go ahead. And It'll be downloaded and ready to go if nothing else. I get home tonight and I'll go ahead and pre-purchase the motherfucker, so... Ain't no questions. I can't fucking wait for it, dude. I've run. Gotta have so many memories of that game. Some of it's been tainted by a guy who's now a pedophile, but <laughs> one of my old bros. Jesus dude, Christ. One of my old best Pedophiles. Bros, yeah. Um, we can't make it through a goddamn episode of Good Old Gamers Podcast without mention of a pedophile. I know it. I mean, <laughs> uh, it's okay. the world's so rough with it. It is just it's rough. rough. Rife with Decay and Kid Diddling. Guy I used to play with Diablo 2 with all the time. One of my best friends in, from Hansel ended up like getting high on meth and diddling his uh, 13-year-old stepdaughter. Oh, my So he's in prison fuck. now. He should be dead. So all the uh, memories I have of playing Diablo 2 with him are forever tainted. He was Diablo. Yeah. He's a Diablo. Man, we would, uh, we would like both uh, join us the same server, and he would join a party with people doing experience runs. And I would join, and he'd tell me where they are, because he's in their party. He can see where they are on the map. I would teleport to him. That motherfucker's the mole on He the was inside. the mole. Fuck. I would teleport to him, hostile him, so I could kill him, and fucking well their ass down fireballs. We'd take all their money, and then go to a different server and gamble it away, looking for uniques and shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I had no idea that Diablo 2 took place in fucking, uh, ah, shit. Compton. Oh, Excuse yeah. Excuse me, Compton, yes. 
I had a lot of memories dueling people in Diablo 2 and just all the fuckery that went on. And I have a feeling they're going to put a stop to some of the fuckery because you can't have fuckery anymore. People get their feelings hurt. Yeah. Heaven forbid you do anything called griefing. They yeah. take that shit now to heart. Like, they do. It's literally griefing now. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. I, I just love setting up, just joining games for dueling. Like, you just join a game and the whole point is go outside of Act 1 and kill the fuck out of each other. Yeah. Just fucking slaughter. Like, that yeah. That was like the main appeal of that It's almost shit. like a King of the Hill type game. Like, if you could keep anybody else from getting outside of Act 1, you were the man. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they'll keep that shit intact, I, you know? Hopefully. I even I even miss the fact that you could scam people in the game. I know that's bad, but it kind of was a filter for stupid people. Because like in the tr- when you trade it with somebody, it would show like two grids: grid of what you're offering, grid of what they're offering, and it had check marks. So if you liked, if you were good at the trade, you'd hit your check mark, which would light up green. They'd hit their check mark, which would light up green. Then you hit confirm trade. If if you picked up an item. If you changed anything about the trade, both chat marks would run green to give you a chance to go back and look at the items, check market again. You know, yeah. there, there was a catch there to catch you from getting scammed. If you were too stupid to use it, you fucking had it coming. Yeah. And so, that's on you. Because a lot of the, the sprites for the items in the game were the same. So you, Stone of Jordan was like almost a currency of the game. It's a Stone of Jordan ring. One of the best rings in the game. It was almost a currency. If you had a valuable item, it might be worth three Sona Jordans. So, but there's a lot of rings that look just like Sona Jordan. The only way you knew is to hover your mouse over it and see Sona Jordan the, ring. The stat. Yeah. So you go to trade to somebody and they might try to pull a fast one and swap it out with some other shitty ring that's not Sona Jordan. But you could look and make, see, hey, that's not Sona Jordan. It, <clears throat> and I'm not taking this trade. So just the drama you'd see playing off of that. People getting pissed about getting scammed. I'm like, well, you're fucking retarded if you got scammed. You should have looked deeper into detail yeah. on the shit. When they took their, their trade item off and put it back on, you shouldn't have just clicked check to agree. You should have looked at it again. That was always red flag is because like, I'd go to trade with somebody and they'd just click, 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 click. Yeah. Just on off, just dropping it in and out of the trade window over and over and over. I'm like, well, they're they're just trying to fuck with me. So, fuck off. Yeah. No trade. It was kind of a Wild West feeling, too. Yeah. I'm sure... Well, in that... Long story short, isn't that why they fucking shut down the the store on Diablo 3 initially? Uh, Something similar I think because it was getting such negative press. Oh. And it was... But I'm not 100% sure why. I know they were making a lot of money off of it. Yeah. So I'm not sure. Yeah, the store on Diablo Three, you could if you found your unique item, you can get on there and sell it for twenty dollars, and people paid like actual cash money. Yeah, and you'd get that money. You'd they'd take their cut, but you'd get that money. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure how. I know they shut it down pretty quick. Yeah, it wasn't there but for a few months, I think, maybe a year. I'll get it though. Diablo Two is gonna kick ass. Yes, it is. If it's even this partially as fun as the original, it's going to kick ass. I think it'll be probably it is probably the same exact thing. Just That's what updated. I keep seeing is like updated graphics and stuff, a few quality of life improvements, like auto gold, gold looting and stuff, so you don't have to click on each piece yeah. of gold. 
that kind of thing. Which That's cool. I'm good with that. From the preview videos I saw, there it looks good. Uh, light radius is a thing again, which is something that made the Diablo games a little creepier. Because your character had like a radius of light around them, which you could increase with items, but it made the whole map darker. Because you had you know light, I don't know, say ten feet out from your character, but the yeah. rest of it was pretty damn dark. So in Diablo Three, they didn't have that shit, so it just looked like a cartoon. That's cool, though. Lyle's gonna rock a piss, Sorry. and I think we're gonna find us some music after that. Yeah. All right, we back and running. We have drained our lizards. My piss trumpet is depleted. <laughs> oh, one piss thing trumpet. That's so- <laughs> <laughs> can you girl? Can you believe that girl wanted to put my piss trumpet in her mouth? <laughs> How crude! <laughs> oh, I knew I loved her. But. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> Don't inhale gin. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how you get the drunkest off of yeah. it. If you get it on the inside of your lungs. <clears throat> I can't wait to hey, get home whoops. so I can keep drinking. <laughs> that's the saddest thing you've ever said. I, I to say, I, I'm on the thing. I've drank two tall boys and a shot. I am feel all right. I need more. <laughs> One thing I do want to bring up before we get to their music and wrap things up. I don't think we've mentioned yet. At Games has announced they're uh, they're doing a driving cabinet. Uh, uh-uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they have announced that they're going to be doing a driving cabinet, like the Legends Arcade. Yes, but for driving, like a set down driving oh, cabinet. Oh shit! And when I saw that, I was initially like 100 percent sold on it until this Godzilla thing came out, and now I'm not going to have room for it. Unless Maybe I, I should get the driving cabinet, and we can just swap up. Yeah. For hanging out. Now, they, they released a preview of it, and a lot of people are shitting on it, but the thing is, um, the preview they released is a proof of concept. And basically what they it's did... It's not a final product. Yes. Basically what they did is they took some piece of shit driving cabinet off Alibaba and shoved their hardware in it. That was their proof of concept, oh, which was a bad move yeah. for them to actually release pictures. You're almost that. doing, you're almost Coleco comedian that shit. Yeah, like, it looks shady as fuck, which is, they're given the track record with the Legends Ultimate and the pinball. I'll give I'm them sure credit. it's gonna be good. Yeah, that's the one thing that games has gotten right so far. So I think it's gonna be good, uh, and I may end up getting rid of something to make room for that thing because I really want a driving cabinet. I might get rid of my Star Wars. Yeah, and make room for it that way, but uh, it'd be something to keep your eyes peeled for if you're interested in a driving cabinet. Most definitely, and if, if it's anything like the, I don't, I can't speak for the pinball, but I can speak for the arcade legends. Like it's pretty wicked, easy to mod and shit yeah. too. Like I thought about because um, you know there's there's some troubles with mapping spinners and shit for stuff, yeah. which I fixed a good bit of it, which you can find on archive.org if you look for it. Um, but it'd be a lot easier if I just hooked up a Raspberry Pi to it permanently, and I could do whatever the fuck I wanted to then. Yeah, because that's something I've even looked at. Like the Raspberry Pi, you like you can put any game. Yeah, just about on it. Like, yeah, it's it's way easier to manage, and yeah, you just you can pretty much just plug, leave that plugged into your HDMI slot. And I'm just, a big fan of mine, man. Like I love that thing. Yeah, it, they're good cabinets. They're they're probably I'd say they're the best store-bought main arcade cabinet you can get. Yeah. 
Because I mean, it's, this is simple as buying a USB stick. You can have your full main library, and the, the, if the, the features that come on it too, though, like the online shit, yes. is kind of cool. I mean, it it's is. twenty dollars a month and all, but if you knew a fuck ton of people would own one, it'd be badass because it's, it's like an internalized scoreboard yeah. and shit. You yeah, know? right. I think the scoreboard's free to use. That, oh yeah, because any, any game that comes pre-programmed on it, like yes. the old arts arcade games and shit you can submit your score on then yeah so i tried on missile command the other night and realized well i got a lot of getting better to do <laughs> there a is lot. a pretty decent community for it so i'm in a member of a lot of the facebook groups and there's there's a pretty decent community for that shit um we might have to pick up a month here soon and just so we can get some i months. would I, I would almost get a month again just to play some fucking uh twinkle star sprites or whatever yeah because you know? i mean that's fun yeah it's it's cool shit just being able to pick up an arcade game and play online with somebody i know that's the main thing i liked is like i had you mean you played there and we just were on speakerphone with each other and it's literally like having somebody there to fucking play with like, yeah it's it's cool it is we might need to do that soon-ish. yeah yeah, it's definitely cool. And imagine the with the racing things. A lot of those uh, racing games were linked to cabinets. That'd be fucking wicked if you could play some racing games online against. Oh people. fuck yeah, dude! Uh and I bet I bet that will be a feature because I mean it's a feature of the pinball. It's a feature of the ultimate. So yeah. I bet it, the racing cabinet will have something along those lines. Yeah, I'm kind of curious to know what all it'll come installed with kind of deal. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's one good thing. I mean, they do give you some good software right off the bat. Yeah. And if nothing else, just being able to plug in a USB and play what you want off of Fuck it. Fuck yes. Which is the main reason I'd be after it. Um, I don't know. It'd be something to keep your eyes on, though. If you're I didn't know that was a thing. I will yeah. check into it, though. You know, I'm definitely glad I didn't get the Outrun Arcade one up. Yeah. Because as cool as that is, having, like, what, three games? That's yeah. uh, that's Arcade one of its biggest weakness. Like, the, the cabinets, for the most part, hit the nostalgia right. But it, you only got so much shit. You, you got to get a couple games on it, and that's it. That was my big deal with not getting the fucking Ninja Turtles cab as much as I'm a ninja turtles fan i'm like i can't tell you how many times i've already played through the original turtles and turtles in time yeah you do once or twice and it's like well the it that that new feeling's gone you know it's not not that fun anymore that's something i didn't get about everybody's like freaking out about the simpsons cabinet it's really fucking cool Mm -hmm. and but i'm just like i i can't justify 400 bucks the way I see it is, like, Legends Ultimate is a player's cabinet. Yes. Where the arcade one-ups, for the most part... Display cabinets. Or display cabinets. They are furniture that that looks cool. There's a few exceptions. I think the unique controls, for for instance, like my Star Wars or any of the trackball Well, like the, the initial one that I've still got that you bought me. Like, yeah. Like, the that was with, perfect for that. Yeah. It has trackball and spinner. It's things like even if you make your own MAME cabinet like I did, you probably don't have on there. And realistically, too, man, I still like playing Missile Command on the one you bought me versus the Legends. Mm-hmm. Like it feels more authentic to me on the arcade one up. Yeah, in a weird I way. get it. Yeah, because it, it feels more like those little the cabaret cabaret, cabaret cabinets. Yeah, because I. 
I played Missile Command at fucking Southern Fried, and it was on one of those, you know. That, yeah. It felt more natural like that, because it's... Yeah, I got rid of my Golden Tee arcade one-up, and I kind of regret it, because it played so, so well. I mean, I can play it on my one my Legends Ultimate. It's just not quite as good, because yeah. it doesn't have the inclined control panel for it. And I fucking love me some Golden Tee. You're I, good at that. I never once thought your ass would be good at any kind of goddamn golf. <laughs> but you know what? You're a fucking... I got pretty decent at Golden Tee. You're a Brunswick. I might eventually that pool. buy it again. Um, but I, again, room is my big thing. Because I'm going to give that Godzilla cabinet. And if I make room for anything else after that, it's going to be that racing cabinet. Yeah. Um, And I guess out of everything I got, the Star Wars cabinet would be what I get rid of. I do like it, but I wouldn't play it as much as, say, Golden Tee yeah. or a driving cabinet. Hell, you could put Star Wars on a driving cabinet. It just won't be quite as authentic. Yeah. The controls on that Star Wars cab is what make it yeah. what it is, because you don't, you, you know, it's hard to emulate the fucking controls for that on anything. Yeah, but at the same time, it's got three games on it. Two of them is the only ones you give a shit, because Return of the Jedi fucking it's sucks. It yeah. sucks. I hate that game. Yeah. The only uh, a thing they could have done for that to make it a keeper is if it had the original and then it had the Sega. Yes, yes. The Sega one rules. That's one of my favorite arcade games ever, still to this fucking day, man. That's another reason I've considered about either putting a computer... I don't know if you can do Sega Star Wars on a Pi, but putting a PC on my Legends Ultimate... I think that's all the Naomi board. Yeah. And I think it... I know you can do it with a PC. Decently emulated. Yeah. If I could just get me a little, like, uh, desktop uh, workstation, like out of an old office, mm-hmm. and put in that thing. Because I got that Tron stick in there that would be almost perfect yeah, yeah, for the sake of Star right. Wars. Because it, it's pretty much the same fucking stick. Yeah. Mmm. You do that. I might do that, too. Be pretty wicked. I've been wanting to buy uh, aftermarket Tron artwork and make that thing like a Tron cabinet, just because I love the way that cabinet looks. I'm not even a huge fan of the game. I just think that it looks awesome, dude. You know, I know it may be a little clusterfucky, but if worse comes to worse and you just need room, you could totally probably put something in this fucking corner right here. I could. I kind of want to have my arcade area though. Separate. Know? Yeah, yeah. You need to find a fucking token machine. And make your fucking shit at home take tokens. I've thought about it. Because there's something, there's a psychological thing there. Yeah, yeah. It's like there's giving a- you that, like, when I play mine, one of my things, I've got Halloween lights hung up in my living room now. Uh-huh. And, like, there now I've got the lights on my TV and all that shit. I just had those lights going. Had the other ones turned off. Had some music bumping, playing that. Like, it just... It adds to the fucking mind frame. Yeah, you're in. Yeah, it's something I've I've simulated by giving myself X amount of credits on games. But there's a psychological thing that can't be emulated by any other th- way than putting quarters in it or coins in it. And th- you know that is something I've really considered is is getting tokens or I mean honestly, but it'd just be quarters would be cheaper than tokens. Yeah. Yeah. Just getting a shitload of quarters and just reusing them in there. Uh setting everything up off quarters and I mean it'd be pretty wicked, I think. 
Because it triggers something some shit in your Have head. people come to your house, do like one quarter challenge. Yeah. Just everybody gets one quarter. Only problem is my main cabinet ain't rigged up for quarters, which yeah. I could do it. It's got a, cor- a coin Mac on it. I just got to wire that up somehow. And my Star Wars cabinet doesn't have any way to do. You just or do my a little rascal style and just fucking put a jar on the side yeah. of it. You ping. I do want to get me some kind of little candy dispenser or something. Oh, that'd be badass. Or coin, you know, a, a soda dispenser, something, something, some kind of like a capsule toy thing. Yes, would be real capsule toys, cool. Or a crane machine. They they got they, these little crane machines on eBay for I think a couple hundred bucks. I would they're, love they're to like have little. Um, I'd almost call them cabaret crane machines because you'd set them. They're not. You can't just set them in the floor. You got to set them on something. But the little crane machines you can set up in. Stock it with your own shit and play with. Oh man, that'd be cool. That would be fucking. I do cool. love crane machines. I do too. Man. They rip offs, but I like them. Yeah. If you ever play one and the fucker just loose clamps, you better just walk away from it. Yeah, or the Sega UFOs are the worst. Oh yeah, dude. The, the Sega wrong. shit's got it. They got Sega's got that key game too that the key fucking yeah, goes in and spins. Fucking rip off and like. I, there's a video on YouTube that's talking about how to win at them, and they're like, "Go to this one because the payout line." And I'm like, "You ain't fucking winning nothing." Yeah. If the thing's got a payout meter in it, it's gonna fucking pay out when it wants to. Yeah. Period. Yep. Sega, you sons of bitches. At least they ain't Konami. No, and there's like, here's a new Metal Gear Solid, a Pachinko machine. <laughs> I've thought about slot machines. You can find I those want, cheap. I want a slot. I would like to have a Cherry Master fucking slot machine. You can find slot machines on Facebook fairly cheap. It's fun cheap. just to sit there. Yeah. You get that fucking casino itch. Like, I just, my main thing is I need more room. I ain't got yeah. enough room. Maybe when the kids move out, I'll turn one of the rooms into a whole fucking arcade. That'd be pretty dope. That would be. And I'll put fucking slot machines and crane machines I'll and come candy machines. Hell yeah. I've considered it building me like a shed or something out beside the house for nothing but machines. That'd be dope. I've seen where these people on Facebook like just got like a bought like the mini house thing set in their backyard and they turned it into a bar Hell and yeah. it was dope. And yeah. I'm just like, if you had like a little arcade barcade like out in a shed like that, dude, that would rule. Dude. That would fucking kick. I, ass. That's across my mind too. Like if I had enough room, I'd. I would have me a little bit. I have right a there. friend. I'm not going to name any names, which I mean, it wasn't, I don't think it mattered because he's no longer with us, but my friend's dad, uh, he used to, uh, run a gambling operation in okay. his shed. Like you would go out in his carport and he had like 10, like electronic slot machines on the back wall, had some card tables and a roulette table Hell yeah, and like a bar. And he would make his own moonshine and shit, and people would come over. That and sounds it, badass. It'd be a hundred bucks to get in. You'd bring a hundred dollars, and they'd change it all, and you just go in there and gamble, and you get to he'd get you drunk for free while you're there gambling. That sounds money. amazing. I would dude. fucking love that shit, dude. I would go in there on a yeah. Friday night, and be like, "Fucking man, it's fun tonight." Hell, this is the fact that I don't know. Again, the psychological aspect because it's illegal here in Alabama, you get a fucking jolly man off yeah. of it. Fuck yeah, you do. Like, I, I wondered what happened to all those machines after he passed away, but that he did that and showed me one time how it worked. I'm like, man, this is fucking rad. Like, hell yeah. It's like an underground arcade. Like, 
but you can win some money. You can come in with a hundred and walk out for three or four. That's fucking badass too. I mean, if it was up to me, I'd just turn my whole living room into an ar- ar- arcade over there. I'm not the only one living in this house though, but I don't need a fucking TV and a couch. I just need more arcade machines. <laughs> Speaking, okay, randomly, since we're talking about arcades, have you seen the party thing that Arcade One Ups got out now with Pac Man and Galaga? I I've thought no, about buying one. I haven't. You know, I told you they got the the projector cades now. Yeah, they got a thing. They're a hundred bucks each. You, I found one website that's got them for like eighty. It's a giant joy. It's got a sensor. You plug your TV and it runs to it. And it's a fucking four foot tall oh, joystick. Oh, I have seen that. Yes. And they have Pac-Man and Galaga on it. Yeah. And it's like got the buttons on the bit. I'm like, that would be fucking fantastic if you had an outdoor party and had it hooked up to a projector. Yeah, it would. But that would be really fucking cool. Definitely. Yeah. And also, have you seen that fucking four player Pong table they got coming out? No. I kind of want it. It's a fucking big round table, and it's four-player got the fucking uh, dials and all that shit on it, and it's like fucking 18 different Pong games. Huh. And it's like, it's got cup holders and all that shit. It's meant to stand around and drink and play Pong. I'm like... I have been tempted to... Because I've seen it over the past year or two. I've seen a few deals pop up for uh, some arcade one-up cocktail tables. Mm Mm-hmm. I've been tempted a few times. I wouldn't mind having a little cocktail table just to put somewhere. Yeah. Because. I just have so many memories of Pasquale's. I was fixed to say, dude, that's one of my favorite memories of Pasquale's. Waiting on to get your pizza or some shit and playing some fucking. Galaga and Miss Pac-Man. Fuck yeah. That's where I honed my Miss Pac-Man skills at, actually. Nice. And any of you fucks will step up. We'll play. And some. then after a while, they got them a Neo Geo cabinet. Yeah, and they had a Golden Axe yep. at one point in time, and a Mortal Kombat too. Yeah. And they got the best pizza in Coleman. Yeah, they do. I love me some squalas. Yeah. Anchovy pizza there sounds Fuck real yes. fucking good right now. Yes. Yeah, mm. that's last time I went to the skating rink. It's been a few years. We took my daughter there, and, and you know they used to have a. Bitching ass arcade selection. It's all prize. Me and prize you redemption spent machines. a fuck ton of money there at one yes. point to beat the Simpsons. That's where we first beat the Simpsons. Yeah, they had the fucking Nintendo cab that had yes. Super Mario World, Act Razor, and F Zero. F Zero. I recall Operation Wolf. Operation Wolf Centipede. God, I love the art of an original Centipede cabinet. It's so oh, much, yeah, dude. Man. It looks so wicked. So many fucking arcade games. Robocop. They did, yes. Yep. So many fucking good ones, like... The Simpsons? Yeah, Simpsons. Well, I mean, we didn't say that, but yeah. Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. Yeah, dude, that was such a fucking wicked arcade. I didn't... Even though I loved it then, I don't think I appreciated it as much as I should have. No, because we... I mean, that was legitimately somewhere you could just go, like, you can go skate, go and play an arcade game, because we I did go that there a couple t- times. I there. would go there today as a grown-ass well, man yeah. and just play arcade games if they had them. I wish all- the bowling... You know, the bowling alley now has got all the fancy game room and shit. Why don't they put some fucking arcades It's in all there? prize redemption shit. I don't need some stuffed teddy bears. Give me a fucking game I want to play. 
I'd be cool if they just had some fucking like I remember, old school shit where you could just go and set a fucking high score, you know? I remember how desperate we were as kids going to city ass pool halls to play some from cruising USA. Dude, one of the <laughs> weirdest fucking times I ever remember is that time your dad your dad went off to meet a lady or some shit. Lady of the evening. Yeah, and he dumped us off at that fucking old arcade that's in there by where the foundry is now. Yes. At like midnight. Down there at the corner. Dude, we were like 13 and 14. We ain't got no fucking business being out at 1 o'clock in the morning rambling around Coleman. He dumped us out there, and I just remember like going in there. Dude, we played like... Cruising USA yeah, and some for, bullshit. Yeah, like a few times, and all these motherfuckers just kept staring at us. So I'm just like, I don't think we're supposed to be in here. <laughs> and like me and Brandon just ended up walking all over fucking Coleman at like one o'clock in the morning. Like, just, well, okay. These people were like, so you playing that Cruising USA? Start fingering their belly button and reach yeah. for their pocket knife. Would you like to try my, my stick shift? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, uh, I got this uh, magic potion back here. You can have all you want as long as you close your eyes and suck it out of this little hole. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we almost got murdered. That's the only yeah. time I felt like we were in Coleman, but I felt like we were in an arcade in the 80s in L.A. Yeah. They're like, this is where the gang members hang out at. <laughs> this is where the child diddlers hang yeah. out at. I just, you know, we would turn the corner in there and be like, you, if your boys playing, like some cigarettes. If you... <laughs> <gasps> oh, cigarettes you like watching grown men wrestle naked <laughs> <laughs> you boys ever had your soft embrace of your face pressed against a big old hairy chest I'm pretty sure they had bear crossing signs up that arcade it wasn't what you would think yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure we almost got a Left and there the used desert. to be a little, little bitty uh, pool hall over there by Lake George with a couple of arcade cabinets I visited a few the times. The old store that's abandoned now? Yes. Yes, I remember that. I would go there sometimes for this, because I think they had a couple pinballs and a cruising. Yeah. I think they had a Turtles cab. Uh, Street Fighter 2, I remember. Yeah. They had. I want to say Turtles pinball. It, that place made me think of the arcade I seen in Mexico when I went on my 30th birthday. It was a fucking an arcade that had nothing but Capcom fighting games in it. <laughs> yeah. And it was all like variations of Street Fighter and Final Fight. That was it. <laughs> it's just like, no wonder these Mexican people are so pissed off. They got Street Fighter 2. Street Fighter 2. Oh, Street Fighter 2. Oh, there's a Street Fighter 2 Championship Edition or Turbo Edition, yeah. whatever. Street Fighter 2 Turbo Alpha D's Nuts Edition, you know. Oh, Darkstalkers. Dark Stalkers, yes. Which is Street Fighter 2. Yes. With titties. Yes. yes. It's got vampire tits in it. It's yeah. edgy. It's edgy. Oh, let us not forget Fighting Street, which is also Street Fighter. <laughs> That's how it was, though. It was very strange. It's like you could get goat tacos or you could play some Street Fighter. That's all there is to do in Mexico. Or yeah. the part I was in, anyways. Yeah. Might have to move to Mexico one day. Mexico's not awful. I mean, it is if you live there and are poor. Yeah. But if to, you, to us, if you go down there... If you got a couple hundred change, bucks and can live like a king. <laughs> uh, you can't do that. Was I got my bill, my drinking bill in Mexico, and I'm just like, we just spent $500 in alcohol, and I'm about to fucking just 
be like, as long as we get back to America, these people will not know who we are. So we're about to make a run for it. And he's like, no, it's in pesos. And it'd be like 40 bucks. And I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Bring me more. We went to a few Where's resorts. Where's the hard drugs? When we went. And I, one of them was so funny to me. Because we, we, when we were in uh, Progresso. Yes, that's. We went on a, a we loaded Progresso is where I'm thinking about. Where, that's where we, the arcade was. Because we waited on a bus in Progresso to take us inland. Yeah, well, that's what we did as well. I didn't come across any arcade because I mainly trying to keep my kids from getting abducted by the drug cartel. Yes, uh, <laughs> very wise. Um, but yeah, on the tour bus to the resort, the tour guide was telling us about hey, Mexico. Is, everyone thinks Mexico is poor, but it's such a rich country. And I look at the window while he's saying this, and I see these little shacks <laughs> without doors or windows Tarps on the roof and shit. And I'm like, you said you've been to America. You understand, like even our worst trailer parks has ha- they have doors. <laughs> this is Skid Row. Well, at least your my tour guide when we were going in Progresso, he told us their names. He says. Your bus driver's name is a Jesus, and my name is a Mario Lopez. And I'm like, we oh. got Christ and Slater driving our bus yes. right now. <laughs> but we are in the best hands in the world. Nothing bad ever happens down here. Hell no. They're like, you can see all the beautiful pink flamingos. And there are. There's pink flamingos yeah. everywhere down there in the marshes. Never mind the shack standing behind them yeah. feeding the marsh. And then we're, we pass the vacation homes. Yeah, this is where all the rich people live. They have their vacation homes there. I'm like, and he's telling us the prices were, you know, like I could buy one right now. Yeah, like, but $40,000. Yes, guarding the motherfucker, though. Yeah, the cartel roll up at the middle of the night and kill your whole fucking family and be like, nice shoes, I saw. Something else I noticed, too, like, I was I was looking in the behind us and in front of us. The police were telling us a ton, and I'm like, you know, we're the main source of money for this place. Those terrorists, they don't want the crime fucking with us, because you know if it gets out that someone gets kidnapped or robbed, their terrorist attraction goes down. They get yeah. less money, so the police are protecting our asses. But well, if I lived here. Eh, you ain't shit. Hey, shit. Well, that's something I noticed too. Even like when we were in Cozumel, like Cozumel was awesome. I watched it way better. It's so it. beautiful. It was. God, Cozumel, Cozumel, Crystal literally clear like water. paradise. Man, yes. like the water. That's like I've never seen water. So went that scuba diving like that. there, and oh my god! Or I guess I'm taking the snorkel diving. Uh, yeah, well, I would told. I wish we had done it. Uh, we just ended up going to a resort and getting drunk. That's which, good enough. Which was still cool because the I just like that's the first place I've ever seen water like that. Where yeah, it's just like wow, this looks like a fucking video game. Like, it does. This is like paradises. But the thing is, like Progresso or uh, Cozumel. When we got in the taxi to go to the resort, like we're driving by places where they got donkeys tied up. It's like a muddy trail. It's like donkey rides, 10 pesos. They're like, that's where you go to get raped and robbed at. <laughs> yeah. Come on down to Rob's Rape and Rob. Look, if you don't get robbed, you'll get raped. It was, I, I, I really want to go back. Uh, I do too. I want to do another cruise. I know. Actually. I really enjoy the cruise. Thing. I have mixed feelings on it. I know Jamie and Toby 
weren't big on it. Serrano kind of wants to go again. So I've kind of thought about just doing a father-daughter cruise. Um, just because I just wanted to do something. But it, it was crazy, though. So I remember going to this one place that sold alcohol. And um, it's like, what, you, what, what do you want? What can I sell you on? And I was like, you know... I don't want to buy something I can buy in the U.S. Give me, like, the best fucking tequila that I can only get in Mexico. And it's, like, $60. I'm like, yeah. holy shit, dude. I'm a king. Dude, there was a, in Progresso, while we were waiting on the bus and all that, you know, people hound you down there constantly. Yes. They, yes. They're like, you're American. You got money. Give us some money. And you can get ripped off down there. Oh, hard, absolutely. Hardcore. By the time that we had been offered to buy hard drugs, uh, statues uh hammocks everything else like we're just getting harassed and we got like two hours till that bus takes us forever and it's like eight o'clock in the morning and this guy goes come to my bar no hassle no hassle and we're like okay we go in this guy's bar and one dollar in this dude's bar would buy you a corona and a shot of their house tequila which was out of this big ass stave they had and dude five dollars and 30 minutes later i was fucked up and i was like i love mexico hell yeah i love this fucking place. that was one thing i didn't fireworks know. and booze are everywhere and i fucking love it it's one thing i didn't investigate when i was in cosmel because i had kids is they get like the tour guide dude like pretty much told us like there's these little drug stands here you can get whatever the fuck you want there i went into one you can go into any pharmacy there Get anything. It's on the fucking shelf. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I'll do you one better. I went in and bought five lure tabs from the pharmacy, and I took all five of them. Fuck yeah. And was fucking spaced out of my head. And Hell you yeah. know what? I legally fucking did it. Hell yeah, dude. Like, they had a peop- they had people standing there waiting. We got back on the boat just making sure people weren't trying to smuggle shit back on. Uh-huh. Because it's, like, it's awful funny. You go into a pharmacy in Mexico... Painkillers are right next to all the fucking sex drugs. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, get ripped up. Get that dick ripped up. You yeah. know? Like, you want an 18-hour boner? Buy yeah. this pill. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> sold. I don't even know what I'm going to do with it, but I just want one. <laughs> but, that, yeah, that's for real, man. Like, yeah. I, I just I passed by that because I had the kids, but I was like, I come, I'm kind of interested. <laughs> Hey, man, I love me some painkillers. I mean, if they're legally obtained, of course. Uh-huh. But, you know. Or, you know, tourist attraction. That's the thing, like, I would never be a hardcore druggie, but as a, like, tourist attraction thing, once in a blue moon, I try about anything if I wouldn't get fired from my job from testing, you know? Well, I mean, and you won't because, you know. Yeah. I, I I can tell you some stories about Mexico off there. I can't say it on here. There's a, it's it's uncharted wildness. Yeah, I kind of thought about again because I had kids. Uh, I was hampered, but I kind of thought about finding me some uh, crosswords. You know, the kind you you snort. Well, I just and wanted to say that is something. I don't know if some I some prime. New don't York know if I should admit this or not, but I, I did some crosswords in Mexico. Some prime New York Times crosswords. Hey man, let me tell you, these sixty dollar crossword <laughs> bursts. Uh, 
I did some hardcore puzzle solving that first fucking day. I'm to the point where I'd solve so many puzzles, I thought my teeth were going to fall out. <laughs> because I couldn't feel them. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was fucking wonderful. <laughs> like, I can see why people have to go and talk psychi- psychiatric people about doing too many crossword puzzles. Yeah. Like, there's, there's just, you know, something about tricking that part of your brain doing a good old crossword puzzle. It just <laughs> makes you see the world for what it really is. Yeah. Really really get amped up on it. And I let heard. me tell you what is the greatest thing about this. When I bought my crossword puzzles, <laughs> I went into a fucking store at the resort. Because they're all the time trying to hawk you all kinds of puzzles you ain't supposed to have. Yeah. They're like, we got the crossword puzzles. We got plant etiquette puzzles. Would you like Sudoku? Would you like pharmaceutical puzzles? Like, yeah, Sudoku, we got it all. And uh, it's just like, well, we want that. So they sell us some crossword puzzles. (laughs) 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 They, They literally, I use a fucking debit card. To buy a crossword puzzle, and they rang it up as pottery, and they have all this literal pottery in the building that you can buy, and you know what I bought? A fucking pottery xenomorph. Hell yeah. I've still got the xenomorph. That's what they rang it up as, but they sold me a genuine crossword puzzle. Hell yes. And let me tell you, that was the best puzzle I've ever ever done. It made my brain feel so alert and so alive. <laughs> oh, puzzles like that keep you not or make you not want to leave Mexico ever. Yeah, that's you know that's but you know it's it's like I said that was I've only done crossword puzzles like a couple times and that was just, I've never had a, a it chance to do crossword. It was a fun fucking experience because it's just like that whole thing is like. I am literally in a foreign country that I do not belong in doing a crossword puzzle. Yeah. I've never had a chance to do crossword puzzles, but um, one day I will. Just one time. Yeah. It's it's worth it. Because all it does is crossword puzzles take all those bad feelings and turn them into good feelings. (laughs) That's what I need. (laughs) That's why they're so addicting. That's why you just see grandma buying book after book crossword puzzle. (laughs) It's like, she ain't get that same kick off them crossword puzzles that she's getting in the disco days of the fucking 70s. You know what I'm saying? People step on crossword puzzles now. Yeah. <laughs> they put unsolvable mixes. <laughs> yeah. I got me excited talking about all these crossword puzzles. Jesus. It's got me. Got but, me. yeah, yeah, that's. Yeah. Well, I don't think crossword puzzles should be legal in America. You think you could ever just con... Maybe we should just take a road trip to Mexico one day. Yeah. That would be fucking rad. That would be. Whew. That would be fucking... There's some serious crosswords and some serious drinking and eating. Oh, yeah, dude. That's what I love. I miss the burger bar. The burger the bar. Cruise, dude? Yes. Oh, fuck it. Yeah. I like the breakfast bar, yeah, too. Yeah, that too. Something that's pretty badass about having a pound of bacon and eggs and just staring at the fucking open ocean while you're eating it on the back of a boat. It's like, I am alive. Yeah. 
Not for long if you keep eating that bad. Unlike this entire pig I'm eating, I'm alive. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> belly full of pork and crossword puzzles. Everybody have a good <laughs> fucking good old time. Well, I think we, we need to play us music and wrap things up. Okay. Wrap up this crossword puzzle. <laughs> we may still one day have to do one. Yeah. Solve so, that puzzle. <laughs> there was some blues clues. Got her handy dandy. <laughs> Since we're talking about Diablo 2 Resurrected, we're going to listen to the Rogue Encampment soundtrack Hell yeah. from Act 1 in Diablo 2. Hell yeah. It's awfully spooky sounding. Not as spooky as Tristram's music in Diablo 1. So that's still hold pretty spooky. Just really hardcore loot playing. Like Ying Vay Malmsteen loot playing. Oh, God. <laughs> but here we go. sure this is the music that started playing when I run out of a crossword puzzle. <laughs> so. I already want to whoops my ass with this music, dude. This is this is ass whoop music right here. I'm gonna go. I'm a sorceress. I know this is a barbarian outside Act One wearing fire absorption Thunder God's belts, but I got some badass fire bolts, and by God, he's gonna die. I said, when it, the guitar strums, when you look up at the person you're about to shit on. I know you're a fucking lightning assassin with your lightning traps. I don't give a fuck. I got teleport. And by God, I'm going to teleport around them motherfuckers and hit you with a fireball and a freezing orb. Fuck you. I'm going to shove this fireball up your ass and I'm going to teleport around in front of you and I'm going to look at him and not even give you a handjob. I don't give a shit. back behind you. You're gonna shit yourself in the next episode. I don't give a shit that you bought it a fucking Enigma off eBay and you can teleport as a pal dude. I'm the fucking sorceress. I can teleport for one goddamn mana because my SOJs. Fuck you, you're gonna die. You're the person that puts a crystal in their ass. I'm the person that tells them to put the crystal in their ass. Yes. You think you're clever because you put all your lightning assassin traps right outside the entrance of Act 1. Guess what? I had the waypoint for the second waypoint in Act 1. I want waypoint over there come in through the back way and firebolt your ass to death. Fucking suck it. You think you're a fucking badass because you got the gem, the gem of Genova and you're holding up your fucking house and I'm knocking on your door because I want that gem? No! I am the one who knocks! <laughs> I am he who knocks! You think you're badass? I'll meet you in Den of Evil, motherfucker. You. <laughs> My God. Den of fucking evil. That's Act One, Quest One. Den of Evil. Get your free skill point. I don't give a shit. Get your dick wet, buddy. Y'all gonna die in this motherfucker tonight. You know what? I'm gonna take your gold, and I'm gonna go over here to fucking um, I can't remember his fucking name. Geed, Geed, uh, Geed was his name. He's the guy with the gambling. I'm gonna gamble and get me some fucking SOJs, Stone of Jordan rings. 
with your gold that you lost because you died. Who's the bitch now? Yeah. I'm also going to trick you into turning on loot mode so when I kill you, you drop your fucking Saigon shield. <laughs> Saigon shield? Plus one skill points, motherfucker. In vanilla Diablo, before the expansion, Saigon shield was fucking badass. It's a set shield, plus one all skills. I was a bad motherfucker as an eye sorcerer of Saigon shield. I didn't know about that quest of the rice paddy to obtain it. That's, that's a different story. You get, it's a hard quest. We lost so many soldiers in Vietnam looking for that Saigon shield. We did. One might have said that war was El Diablo. This is spooky as fuck, man. I might have to. I like that guy that just hit that little piece of fucking old ink bay right there. Yeah. Last Halloween. He wiped all that chili cheese off of his shirt and started playing his guitar. <laughs> I don't know if it was last Halloween or the one before that. I set up some computer speakers right out my window. Like I opened up the window, playing fucking Diablo, Diablo 2 music, making the spookiest fuck out there. Hell yeah, dude. That's badass. I can't wait for a weekday Halloween. I know that sounds backwards. Next, year after next, because it's Sunday this year. Yeah. So it'll be Monday. What? I, what? Why don't we do something on a weeknight the week before Halloween? Me too. Like, we do something, get together and watch some movies, or just dress up. Dress up and buttfuck? Yeah, buddy. I got a Ghostbusters outfit. Do some I'm crosswords. Fuck Yes. I want to do so many crosswords, my heart stops and starts again. That's excitement. Yeah, I need uh, John Travolta to stab me in the heart with a fucking three-foot three, three foot needle and get me going again. Yeah, that girl did a, so many crossword puzzles, her mind was blown. It was. Actually, she thought she was doing crossword puzzles. She actually did a little Sudoku. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it about killed her ass. Yeah. She did so many crosswords, she became a Beatrice Kiddo. <laughs> She's the only person. She killed that, Bill after that. She only. She's the only person to do a crossword and just have to say, "Oh God damn!" Oh God damn! After, it's kind of like homeless people. Uh, they don't have uh, crossword puzzles. They do word searches. <laughs> they filter word searches through loaves of bread, <laughs> and, then, and then eat the bread and die of poisoning. Indeed. How old were you when you did your first crossword puzzle? That's a question we want to give the listeners. And if you haven't figured out what crossword puzzle is, you don't deserve to know. Yeah, you're too dumb to do them. Yeah, you should uh, go to them word searches. Maybe play now, a little... I, uh, I, did, uh, I never did crossword puzzles, but I did do uh, Scooby-Doo mazes. You know, the kind that just, you know, just kind of space you out, make you mellow. Did a lot of those. He-Man coloring book mazes where you put on the glasses or you'd stare at the dot in the middle until you went cross-eyed. Oh, uh, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I did those quite a bit pretty early on. That's about all I did. I've played a lot of games. That's the sad thing. I have did uh, Scooby-Doo mazes. I've some crossword puzzles here and there. I played a, a game one time. It's called Don't Kill Yourself. I'll play that every day. Well, this one is... So uh, far, I think I got the record. 
I actually I played a real life game of Super Mario Brothers one time, and uh, yeah, you, I was you, feeling famished and weak, and I just so happened to find this the magic mushroom toads, yeah, toadstool, the toadstool. That's right. And, um, well, I really felt like Mario there. For I never, a bit. I never did toadstools. All I've done is is the He Man puzzle, the He Man mazes, where you stare at the dot until you're just kind of blanked out and cool, and mellow. It's all I've ever done. They're both about the same. About the same. They're one is a little funnier than the other. I would yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. I need I need to live on the edge a little bit and explore some I mean, of these other games. There's some good ones. I mean, it sucks that it's, the games aren't good for your brain. But yeah, they're fun. Dude. I don't think you know some for, of them are. Once in a blue moon, I could I see the attraction of it. There's um. I know Joe Rogan's a big champion of one I'd like to try the uh, the one that lets you play with the clockwork gnomes and all that. Mm-hmm. Actually, I have a friend that's a big proponent on that, and uh, he uh, self-plays Mario in small amounts every day. Okay. And, like, quit all of his depression medicine and Oh, Micro Mario. Micro Mario, yeah. Yeah, Micro Mario. I've heard of that. Yeah, a lot of doctors recommend that sometimes. It's not awful. I've done... I have Micro Mario before, and it's... It's not one of the things, like, it's not enough to, like, make you Mario. Yeah. You just, you, you get the nice, you get to see get the that. green hills and the blue sky. Exactly. And it's just, it's nice. Yeah, you know what it's like to fucking get the top of that flag and ride it down. Yeah, exactly. It's just all the the good things. You ain't fucking. You're still functional, though. Yeah, exactly. You ain't gonna drive a tractor through an orphanage. <laughs> no, I would try to do that sober. Yeah, when so I'm you can enjoy every games. minute of it. Uh, yeah, I want to savor it. I mean, uh, they're orphans. Who who's worried about them? Thank God, souls. Fuck. <laughs> God abandoned them. Why do I care? <laughs> I mean, a lot of them's there because their parents really like doing crossword puzzles. Yeah. <laughs> They couldn't stop doing crossword <laughs> they puzzles. They just couldn't get enough. <laughs> uh, crossword puzzles. Final line of the show tonight is crossword puzzles in large abundance leave our nation's youth forgotten by God. <laughs> and wanting. <laughs> and that's hubris, folks. <laughs> that is hubris. Well, uh, I guess that's it. Ain't I, it? I believe that's it. We've rambled quite enough. We had a tonight's a long episode. That's awesome. It's, yeah, it's been good. It's been good. Um, shit. I we guess. are on the YouTube's now. Oh, we are. I didn't think I've, about that. I've uh, re-updated our old channel and started uploading things until we get you know canned off of it, which probably happen any day just now. Matter of time. Don't really care. I don't really need those tens of views, but it's there. I did it. Tens of views. <laughs> I mean, that's hey. the truth of it. Oh, well, yeah. Podcasts yeah. don't do worth shit on YouTube. No, it's okay. But it's there. Give it a like and a subscribe. Smash that like button. <laughs> I don't even know what the I fuck. should start wiring up the camera and putting that on YouTube. Like, I don't want to do it live on Twitch anymore. That really wasn't We could good. just get a camera of just us yeah. sitting here talking. Put that but on I mean, YouTube. We might do that. 
people like and we're i mean especially you especially i'm becoming a sexy motherfucker you are fucking i really should start doing some crosswords to speed things up Mm, (laughs) at at the cost of my teeth i'm aware uh teeth ain't really what i'd be worried about crosswords are not good for that cardiovascular system at all who needs who needs that either like every time you do a crossword puzzle, how many of them it kills heart tissue? So. How many hearts did Dick Cheney go through? <laughs> like a thousand. He's, he's a crossword champion of the world. Yeah, he's got a fucking pig heart that's been rebuilt seven thousand times. <laughs> like I'm the only sure thing they- that will ever kill fucking Dick Cheney is fucking. I don't know. I mean, he's plugged. He the, shoots up Keith Richards' blood for fuck's sake. He has plugged the still beating hearts at a newborn baby's. <laughs> yeah, he consumed. I them. think he just has a port in his back where he just cracks up a kid's spines and drains their fucking stem cells into him. It just reinforces his heart. He's like, Dick Cheney. He gets so pumped, he just cocks his shotgun and shoots whoever's standing next to him. And he's so badass that they apologize to him for it. Yeah. I'm sorry that you shot my dad in the face. <laughs> Jesus, this guy's good. God, that makes me feel old. Yeah, because that's like fucking 15 years ago now. Yeah. My God. Do you not remember the days of George Bush getting shoes thrown at him and his responses? So, so what if he threw a shoe at me? Politics were fun. I never thought I would say that. Well, yeah. Now it's just about whoever can call the other one a Nazi first. Yep. He's been about throwing shoes and getting shot in the face. The state of the world we live in is... And and fucking secretaries. Is everybody being like, well, fuck you. Trump is awful. Fuck off. Well, fuck you. Biden is awful. Fuck off. And I was just like, they all suck. What the fuck do you think you dickheads were doing? Nothing. It's not fun anymore. Fucking, our president's son is like the biggest proprietor of fucking crossword puzzles <laughs> on this fucking planet. Yeah. Like, then he want to arrest some kid for fucking burning a bush. Your son fucking makes crossword puzzles, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. He's got several lifetime subscriptions to the New York Times just for this crossword puzzles. He does crossword puzzles off of his fucking secretaries. Like, <laughs> they don't want to be a table for your crossword puzzle. No. I it, mean, maybe they do, but you can't go around doing crossword puzzles off tits all the time. N- no, not in that position. No. Not when your daddy's the boss. I mean, it's okay. He don't remember what he did prior Which, to any of this. I mean, again, though, if your dad's the fucking president, who are you to tell me I can't do crossword puzzles off your tits? Uh, yeah. I mean, that should technically allow you to do. Do you know who my dad is? I got some crossword puzzles. Come on, we're going to solve Step this. back into my office. Yeah, we're going to solve some puzzles. Oh, did you see that puzzle? just went right up my nose. <laughs> don't, don't get it. You trying to write, and I ended up snorting it. Crazy me. Man, this, this podcast has gone off the rails. I think. The rails of crossword puzzles. 
Long rails of gator tail rails of crossword puzzles. <laughs> if anybody would like to buy me a, a book of crossword puzzles for Christmas or my birthday, it's November 12th. My address is 107. Now nah, I better shut up. Email us at goodoldgamers at gmail.com with your offer of crosswords. We really we like crossword accept. puzzles made out of gasoline. That's really what we want. Yeah. And, yeah. I want a crossword so pu- puzzle so perplexing my whole fucking head goes numb. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. We're the anti-Nancy Reagan. We just say yes. Well, that has happened to me. You know, I say the only crossword puzzles I've done were the, the He-Man mazes that mm-hmm. you stare at the dot until you, you get kind of just mellow and, and you get the munchies and stuff. But I have done uh, the kind of crosswords that you clean your keyboards with. And that did make my head go numb. You know, the kind of, like, you get a deep voice after you oh do something. Oh my, yeah. Um, yeah. The guy, it's a uh, crossword puzzles coated with a bittering agent. Yes. Oh. It was back then they didn't. Yeah. They ruined the fun. I only done that, that puzzle that one time to just make my voice incredibly low. Yeah. I thought that was funny. And then I was like, oh, my whole right side of my body went numb. That ain't, I don't know if that's supposed to happen. That's called a stroke. Yeah. Those puzzles are so hard, they give you strokes. <laughs> they, they do. I can vouch for that. I did see a thing one time. There was a girl on Intervention on AE that was so hardcore about that type of uh, crossword puzzles that she would get a 12-pack of crossword puzzles every morning. Holy shit. And like, do the crossword puzzles in her car before she left. And like, they show a clip of her after doing this. Chick is shaking like this. He goes, I feel like I'm walking on sunshine. (laughs) It's like, it fucking looks like it. (laughs) Feels like every nerve ending you got right now is attached to the sun. Yeah. And there's a solar storm about to happen. But yeah. Anywho. I guess uh, we'll catch you week after next or whatever. Yeah, I think I might publish this one a little early since we were late. Cool. I might just throw this one out tomorrow on the 21st. You want to go ahead and do another one next Monday? Yeah. Fuck it. Get caught up. Oh, yeah. So we'll be back. Till then, game over, man. Game over. You know, you can take a crossword puzzle and rub on your pee hole and it'll make that shit last forever.